to Craft Conversations, where we craft a conversation and we talk a little bit about craft beer. I'm your host, Brian Dales. I'm Kev Choir. And today on the podcast, we have Clayton Lewis, local musician, singer, songwriter. We're going to talk a little bit about Blazing Saddles, tattoos, a little bit about Cumulus Radio, and uh, maybe Pirates. Enjoy the show. There we are. All right. You want me to put my phone in? I got 68%. No. What? What? I thought that was already... It so. was, but I was just getting a little more juice because oh. I noticed you didn't Why have the audio going. Why don't you just plug it in? Keep it charged. Fuck. You're so smart, man. I like I like having you around because you're... <laughs> you're like oh, the smart guy. I'm the smart guy. All right. I got it. <laughs> we'll plug it in. At least you guys weren't depending on me to be the smart guy. Oh, man. Actually, well, I guess at some point we will have to depend on the guest to be the smart person. But we're just glad that you're a creative person. Because <laughs> that's what we are. So this is going to work out better. <laughs> yeah. I dig this room. I need a room like this. Caleb wants to get rid of it. He wants to go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I want a real studio. Yeah, a real studio. And I want a tap a real room. Real studio is what you make it. In front. Want this to sell is a beer? real studio. Come on. Um, Actually, now that I look at it again, I'm going to move this back. And I'm going to have to move this over. Oh, jeez, Brian. I know. Just calm down. This is why we can't have nice things. Video. Yeah, but I really would like an, an actual studio to go to to work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hear that, man. Oh, I had sure. just literally just a room. Two rooms, tops. Oh. Like two small rooms. Getting crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> One is crazy enough. Seems like. What would you do in those two rooms? What? Y'all Every- talk amongst yourselves. We don't even have the, glass, <laughs> the glasses. Oh, yeah, they're in the dishwasher. All right. I like to hear that. Or that they're clean. <laughs> clean glasses. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and we bought extra expensive cleaner. And the perfect glassware. Top line. Yeah. Top notch. I mean, you can't have a craft beer podcast show <laughs> Dirty with some nasty ass glasses. This is starting to sound like a dish detergent commercial now. Well, I didn't mention who, what the company was. Starting to because I want them to pay me. Okay, so if you have dish, dish detergent, why did they make that's that so hard right. to say? If you make that stuff. And you want to pay us for this advertisement? Take a guess. I'm just going to say that it's that company and whatever person pays us. But it's actually Cascade. Are they clean? Oh yeah, man. We just had a, a long conversation about that new stuff. Uh, we're great. That's literally what we talked about the entire time. We didn't even okay, talk so about. I know he's rooms. not bluffing. Really? Yeah, I just started talking they about. Even, they even smell good. Hey, man, that's exciting. They look great. They do. They look craft beer podcast worthy. Ooh, right. yes. That's what we're going for. We have some, oh, there's another one right here. All right. Do we, do we have everything together now? It's only uh, 8 after 9. We're doing well. Yeah, we're doing great. Usually it's like 9.30, 9.45. Yeah, this could be an early one. All actually. Right. I got a bedtime. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> How early do you work? Seven o'clock every morning. 
I feel like you would have some kind of natural bedtime. Seven o'clock in the morning. So well, that's at the. I just kind of like. Whenever it happens. Yeah, whenever it happens. So that's at this lumber yard you were talking about. Yes, sir. And that's where? Uh, Ridgeville. Ridgeville. Yeah, so you go down like 78? Yep. Down yeah, you go straight down 78 and then you know where Campbell Ticket Road is? Mm hmm. It's uh, actually it's right across from the maximum security prison. Okay. Yeah. Hey. And how long you have you been down the, there? Uh, the sunrise over the prison every morning. <laughs> I um, a good buddy of mine lives out that way. Yeah. Wait. In the prison? <laughs> no. Or maybe I'm confused. I don't know. I'm terrible with, with directions. directions. Yeah, it doesn't matter. How long have you been out there at the lumberyard? I've uh, been out there. Five months now. Okay. You like it? I mean, it's like yeah. manual labor type stuff. You drive it a forklift is. around. Yeah, lifting I'm doing logs. a little bit of everything. Cutting trees, drive front end loader, forklift, helping customers okay. in the wood shop. So kind of. I like those type of jobs. Jack of all <clears throat> trade, but master of none. Yeah, like you said jack, because like all I could think about is a lumberjack, which you <laughs> technically are. Technically, yeah. That is. You need to get a picture with the card. with the hatchet. I mean, it's a tomahawk. Well, I got an axe in the backyard. We could do an axe. I really want to get a target and start throwing it. Yeah, let's, I'm going to bring it out. <laughs> we're going to look at it. All right, we'll look at it. So anyway, we're in the Microphone studio magic. with uh, Clayton Lewis. He's a musician, singer-songwriter, um, lumberjack, or jack maybe not lumberjack, trades. jack of all trades, works at the lumberyard. What are we looking at? We are looking so what do you do with that? You just put it in the window? No, you throw it. So. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's just been sitting up there in the window. Well, yeah, because <clears throat> I don't have a target. It's good to hear that nobody in here is a target for this thing. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, we can make a target. I got some throwing knives. Do I you? I got some throwing stars somewhere. Throwing, oh, some those ninja are stars. cheap man's throwing knife. Throwing knives? No, a throwing star you can't lose. Mm, can you really win with a throwing star? No, I'm good. I mean, I, I guess if you hit the target, <laughs> right? Yeah. I got a little tiny. Why do you never look at the things? Because so y'all yeah, look at everybody. it. I've seen it. Every time you try and pass something to me, I'm like, y'all have already explained it. You've already <laughs> talked about it. But the feeling of the weight and everything <clears throat> is essential. All right, get no, here. No, fuck you. You're not allowed to look at it anymore. Oh. All right. Well, Indian giver. I've got a tinier one out in the, uh, out yeah, in the garage that I've taken on my kayak when I go kayaking, mm -hmm. you know, just to get through some trees if we run into some obstacles or whatever, some branches. That's smart. And it's got a little paracord and some uh, emergency features on it too, like lighter, whatever. I don't know. That's a good weight. Right. I like it. <laughs> Brian Dale's approval. I like yeah. it. <clears throat> Are we doing headphones? Oh, yeah. Are we doing headphones? Um, I mean, it's up to you if you want them. Well, we, we got to plug we, it in. We did them for the first time last night, and I think it was better because it just blocked out everything. You know, we could just yeah. focus on the conversation and our voice. And not, uh, you know, our other roommate might come barging through the door anytime now. And uh, it'd be a distraction. <clears throat> or if the dog does uh, something weird. But it's up to you. You don't yeah, have to win. Well, let's see how it goes. I don't know if we're going to be able to hear everybody. All right, let's see what happens. Hello? I can kind of hear me. Maybe. I don't think it's as loud as it was last night. I can't hear you at all. Same thing as last oh, night. Let me smack you? that microphone. There we go. That's better. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think the only side that has a letter on it is the left side, up, up inside. I always find it funny that they label things like socks and headphones left and right. Yeah, once but, you know what then, one side is, yeah. you got it, right? But then the one day you need it, you look, it's like, oh, shit. There we go. I felt the same way. I got some stuff in the garage downstairs. I got a gym downstairs yeah. in the garage right below us, and uh, I got some teeter hang-up uh, inversion boots, and they, they hook onto your legs, and then you invert yourself on a pull-up bar, and you hang from the pull-up bar You know, to kind of get some distractions, oh, okay. some stretching in the low back, whatever. You can do some ab exercises, but only one of them says right boot. The other one doesn't say left boot, and I, and I thought that was great. Why do you need to say left boot when you already told me what the right where the right boot is? Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, I like it. He likes I, it. I like the way you think. Yeah, <laughs> it's a given. It's if I'm you, giving it's, you the right, needless information. I understand. I understand. But I've also heard that before. So, are we all good with headphones? I think headphones. I'm good with the headphones. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Everybody can hear everybody. Man, we're doing a lot of new things with this episode. We yeah, are. I like it. Going on. Be Official the intro. Sure. New dish detergent. Yeah, new <laughs> everything new is coming together. <laughs> I like it. That's great. There is a lot of new stuff, and yeah. hopefully the the mics are going to be the most important thing because we've had oh. we've had level issues, especially with the guest mic because we had a dynamic mic instead of the compression mics or composite mics, compression mics. Um, condenser. Yeah, condenser. condenser mics. Yeah, yeah. So we always had just two condenser mics, and we had one dynamic, and it just was horrible. And now we've got all three condenser mics, so I think the audio is going to be great. Yeah, right, I can, I can hear it perfect. We're getting there. Cool. I'm good. His I'll address that. His looks really good. <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> she did, in fact, say that. Right. What are we drinking tonight, man? What are right. we drinking? Here we go. So we're with Clayton Lewis, musician, songwriter, lumberjack. <laughs> all right, where is it? Do you have any other hats? <clears throat> Um, anything you want we'll to see we'll um, see what comes oh. up Clayton said he like uh, he liked he was getting into IPAs so I picked up a couple IPAs for us so we're going to start with the Wicked Weed oh sweet uh, Brewing Company <laughs> do you like Wicked Weed? I do awesome so this is uh, Lieutenant Dank Indian Pale Ale we're going to open two because they're only 12 ounces so we'll split uh, you know the 24 ounces between the three of us uh, we always talk a little bit about what the, the beer is. So this is Lieutenant Dank from Wicked Weed Brewing Company, 6.5 ABVs, 60 IBUs, so fairly bitter. Uh, it's got an average rating of 3.87 on untapped. The description is, gold-colored IPA presents a pungent, piney, and earthy aroma. Its mild body and mouthfeel create an enjoyable hop experience with subtle notes of passion fruit and licorice. We are crazy about our hops here at Wicked Weed. We use them in all sorts of ways. There's hop kebabs, hop creole, hop gumbo, pan fried, deep fried, stir fried. There's pineapple hops, lemon hops, coconut hops, pepper hops, hop soup, hop stew, hop salad. I think we could stop now. <laughs> hop and potatoes, that's hop a burger, lot of hop hops. sandwich. That, that's about it. That's what it says on there. I needed a beer to get through that and I'm really waiting <laughs> to get it. Right, I'm He's moving my water parched. out of the way over here. Yeah, get that out of here. On the Azalea Magazine. That's a terrible and, uh, example because it's covered up by everything. <laughs> right. Oh, the first part missed it. So we'll get uh, Clayton set up here first. There you All go. Wicked right. Weed Glass, as a matter of fact. 
first can down. Just Brian, learn how to pour. Dude, you can only pour so much. I know, just the lucky thing about this is it has an eight ounce line, so should be good there. And then we got two blokes brewing out of uh, Mount Pleasant. Mm-hmm. Two blokes. That's quite a name. That might be just right. Do you need to look at that? <clears throat> Do that in the Wicked Weed glass, right? Ooh, look at that. So pretty. <clears throat> All right. That's enough. I got one over here. All right, so... <laughs> Let's uh, cheers. Let's oh, cheers to cheers. Oh, well. cheers, new equipment. Um, the guinea pigs. The guinea pigs, new dishwashing detergent, yeah. uh, hatchets. I don't know, all yeah. kinds of stuff. All cheers right. to you guys for having me. Thank for you, guys. Things. You're welcome. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank <laughs> you for showing up early. You really screwed everything up. Don't tell everybody, then they'll expect me to show up early for everything. So the point. You're a Well, actually, I think we did just tell everybody. No, Damn I just it. Uh, corrected it. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe by the end they won't remember. Let's drag this thing out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so what do you think? I like it. I mean, you like Wicked Weed already, right? Yeah. Have you had this one before? I actually tank? haven't, no. I have not. I think uh, most places around town normally have the pernicious, right? The IPA, pernicious IPA on tap. Why'd you throw the can away? Dude, because you had all the pictures. Yeah, right? you already got your I shots. Know, but I want to look at it. All right, here we go. There it is. Thank you. Lieutenant Dank. I like the name. Yeah. I like the pernicious maybe a tad bit better, but I like the Lieutenant Dank. Let's look up the pernicious. Dude, if it's even half to. the amount of the other one, don't even read it. Y'all can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to see what the, the rating is. Oh, okay. Compare yeah. it to Lieutenant Dank. I mean, this has got a Untapped. heavier, I don't even know. How, I don't even want to say heavier body. It's, it's just, a, it's a little bit fuller. Yeah. Pernicious yeah, has a little like bit better that. rating, actually, but I didn't see any of that at uh, the place I went. Oh, how secretive. But it's, it's not very much. It's a lighter ABV, ABV than the Pernicious, but uh, the rating's a little bit better on Pernicious. We'll get Pernicious another time. Okay. No, this is good, because I've had Pernicious more recently than I've had this. I mean, the last time I had that was when we were in Lexington... I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, had mellow mushroom. Yeah, in Lexington. Oh yeah, Lexington. Huh? Before we even went to work, as a matter of fact. Hey man, I still employed <laughs> that. <laughs> I think we had a couple of them, uh, maybe a few of them before we even went in for training. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're working at a beer den, you work in beer. Yeah, I mean, you. Why not get? I would consider you guys to be exemplary employees in that scenario because <laughs> exactly. you're you're like studying. Before you come in for training, you know. That's what I thought too. <laughs> right. You got a foot ahead of everybody else. You got to be in the field. Exactly. Yeah. That was good thinking. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just going to move this along real quick. So, we talked about the lumber yard up in Ridgeville, right? So Yeah, we did. You mentioned something before we started recording. We were talking a little bit before we got on air that um, Cumulus Radio. Yes, right? sir. So you yeah. haven't started there yet. You getting ready to start there? Yeah, it's a, like I was saying, it's a pretty entry level position, but it's a foot in the door. I'm be right. working part time for them. Okay, so it's not like an internship. I mean, you get no, paid yeah. to be there. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
but no description of what you're actually doing there? I mean, you just um, I'm going to be working in the promotions department, so okay. kind of like when they do remote events and like a station sponsors an event or something. Right. Or, You'll go hand yeah. out swag and stuff like that. And exactly. Talk to people, shake hands, exactly. business cards. That's awesome because you can yeah. network at the same time. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. That's very good. And then, I mean, you're Cause you embedded be- into a radio station that they play music. I mean, how awesome yeah. is that? You should be able to get a gig anytime you want. Yeah, yeah. well, they, I mean, they have their own studios over there. I mean, yeah. you said it encompasses how many radio stations? Five, including one talk station. Okay. But uh, they have studios down on uh, Leeds Avenue, or, well, off of Leeds <clears throat> Avenue in North Charleston. But they got all the studios all in one spot. And uh, it's a, uh, they, they've got a pretty tight operation going. They got a pretty good spread across the, the demographics as far as music goes. Right. With the five stations and one yeah. of them being talk radio. Right, because you heard, I mean, you said 95SX, right? So I know what that station is. What was the other station that you said? 73 Jams. Uh, the Z93 Jams, yeah. So a little R&B, a little 73 Jams. Oh, that's... Yeah, they got the 95SX, Z93. Um, oh, 107.3, I think Magic 107.3, something Ooh, like that. Is that a... Country station? What is that? No, nah, yeah. I think soft that rock. was yeah, something like that. I think. Yeah, okay. I would. So oh, no, I should probably RB, soft rock. Yeah, no, no country stations in there. Oh uh, yeah. Like? Well, then the last station. Ooh, uh, last station is Nash FM ninety okay. Nash. Oh, yeah. Nash FM. Didn't you do a um, interview with those guys or something? Yeah. Right. Yeah. When was that? Last uh, year. No, that was a. Uh, well, I've done several with them actually. I've. I did in uh, two thousand sixteen. They did a competition called the Nash Next Competition. Okay. And uh, you basically submit music and have, like, your fans and friends and whatnot vote for you. And then I got, there was, like, three rounds. I got voted through with my original song submission for the first round. And then the second round was, like, a live performance. Mm-hmm. And that was at Reds. And I went on to win the... The first Nash Next competition here in Charleston. And I think it was actually the first one that they did because it was a nationwide competition and it was broken down into regional uh, competitions and whatnot. But uh, I went on to open for Billy Carrington down at Joe Riley. Oh, yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. And then uh, ever since then, I've been kind of back and forth in contact with them. And they played a few of my songs and do some interviews with them here and there. So. I actually went and did one for uh, Old Trolley Public House. Nice. With them, yeah. That's yeah. really cool. So a few of your songs. So do you have an album? Uh, I've got an EP out on Spotify. Okay. That I released in uh, 2015, September 2015. And then... EP is... I mean, is there a set limit to how many songs are on EP? Or is it just like four to five? Or uh, It's like... An EP technically can be anywhere from like three songs to like seven songs. Okay. But some artists would call seven songs an album. So I mean, it's just kind of yeah. right. I didn't know where the line was, yeah. but because the next a, level would be an LP, right? EP yeah. and an LP. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And actually, when I <clears throat> was recording my first EP, I was like, "What the hell does EP stand for?" That's what I was about to say. I was like, "Let me Google. Come on, what is this?" Do you remember extended play? Yep, exactly. Yeah. He's got it. What was LP stand for? Um, I don't remember long that. Play? <laughs> <laughs> Longer. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't really know. 
Just look it up. Yeah, we might have to. Talk amongst yourselves. Intern. <laughs> intern. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we keep saying we need an intern to look up all the stuff that we come up with during shows. Yeah. But Put them right back there behind the cameras. We were thinking behind, in that corner. Because we use this corner for music and for uh, pictures and stuff. So mm-hmm. over in the opposite corner, I think, is what we're thinking. But um, Go ahead. Yeah, actually, I want to go back to that thing we were talking about. If you had just two rooms, uh-huh. what, would, what you would you do with that space? Like, do you already have All something planned out? Or well, I mean, it would. And I'm talking about first like, and foremost, be like a recording studio. Yeah, but I mean, is that will that take two want, rooms or is that one room? It could take like five rooms if I had enough money. <laughs> <laughs> I could separate everything, but I mean, I'd want to have one room like a bigger booth and then have like a smaller booth inside that room okay to like isolate vocals and guitar amps and things like that but then be able to like do drums in like a room about like half this size and whatnot you know like the, the classic studio like looking through the window yeah yeah that's what i'm trying to picture i mean i haven't been into too many i got a picture do you? Yeah. Let me see this. I've given this up. This isn't my studio. Of course you've given up, Brian. I tell you every time, don't do it. Every time I give up. It's just too much work. We Welcome need a guy or a girl. Mm-hmm. We need somebody. Or transgender. I don't care what it is, but we need somebody in this corner over here. A transgender. A monkey if we can. A monkey could do it. So like I would sit in I the, can't the room where the picture was taken from. That's awesome. That's like what are we looking at? I missed is. the whole conversation. We're talking about a studio setup. We oh, talked okay. amongst ourselves pretty well. Apparently. Yeah, Brian, we you did. did. You, told you us left to me do. out of the whole conversation. So this is where. Uh, that's actually where, like, full circle back to um, music. Cool. Um, Very cool. I'm recording my next project here. That's at uh, Costello Studios here in Somerville. Right. I saw something on your uh, Facebook that you were doing your next EP, right? Yep. Yeah. That's and I've cool. actually, and I haven't really need. decided how many songs are going to be on it yet. So. Right. I might end up doing a single, might do an EP, an extended play, or an LP. <laughs> did we ever find out what that stands for? We didn't. I gave up on it. But I did see EP was more than one song. So it can be more than one song. It can be an EP. I wonder because if it's one song, it's a single. It's a single. Yeah, exactly. You got it. Bingo. <laughs> He's connecting dots. We didn't even need to I'm look that up. I'm the smart one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I want something like that. I'd love to have... A studio space with a big window like that where people could kind of look in and watch the mm-hmm. yeah man in the tap room and no then you'd, you'd have your on air sign yeah. right behind you it'd be super Sound classic yeah. people can watch and take pictures whatever I don't know that's what I love it yeah you have a live studio it. audience we're yeah. gonna do it sure I mean we want to do live shows anyway right yeah we are going to do it I mean we're drinking beer and just chit chatting yeah we I mean if that. you can't get on board with that then. Right? Screw you. <laughs> For lack of a better way to say that. I think that's a great way to say it. As proven by Ron Burg no not Ron Burgundy. Talladega Nights. Oh, if you don't chew big red then fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Have you never seen Talladega Nights? No, I've seen Nights? it, but it's been a long, long time, so I don't know Rick any and Bobby. references for that. Yeah, well, he's doing the whole like Scenes or series where he's doing all the interviews when he gets really famous and gets really cocky. You know, it's actually really funny that we're talking about Ricky Bobby because the interview (laughs) I went and did with uh, Tori Lynn and Jay for Nash FM a couple weeks ago, Mm -hmm. I called my dad after I left. I was like telling him how it went and whatnot. And I told him, I was like, I did learn something about myself today, though. And he goes, What's that? 
I said, when you put a microphone in front of me with no guitar in my hands, I was like, I go full-fledged Ricky Bobby. And kind of, like, I could hear him thinking about it for a second. He goes, <laughs> he's like, what? I was like, I just don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> and I was like, I start talking with my hands and shit. And he goes, what? And he, it clicked in his head and he just started dying laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and I have not been able to get that out of my head. And I was actually wondering about that on the way here. And then I started thinking about movie references. Two birds, one stone. Like That's it. crazy that it got brought back up. Got brought back up. Yeah. 2006 was when that movie was released. So that's probably the last time I saw it. So it's Are been, you serious? Yeah, it's been 12 years. I can't remember. Oh, you only that saw thing. that movie once? Well, I mean, maybe a couple remember. times. But I can but, remember all the dialogue from that movie. Really? <laughs> I, a couple I times. That, I mean, in that same year, probably. I don't know. And then a thousand movies since then. So it's all a blur. Right. That's... I'll go back and watch it. Don't worry about it. I can't it. believe it was released in 2016. Six. Or six, I mean. Yeah, six. Excuse me. Yeah. That's... 12 years ago. Yeah. It's crazy. And a lot of people say I look makes like me feel Will old. Ferrell. I can see it. I can see Will Ferrell's brother. Yeah, that's better. Will Ferrell has a brother? If he know. did, I think, I don't want to be I think he would look brother, like I want you. I Will Ferrell. Yeah. Why? But I've heard... Um, what's the drummer from Red Hot Chili Peppers? Chris... Uh, that's uh, no clue, man. The hell's his name? I know you would, but don't look at me in this instance because I don't know. Oh, Chris. So I, I don't, I don't. Anyway, I've heard Will Ferrell and. Uh, He's gonna try to look it up again. We have to now talk amongst ourselves because he's excluding. <laughs> well, himself. we did pretty damn good last time. Well, Agreed. you know, if um, if people get irritated with this, maybe they'll find an intern to come work for us. But <laughs> I feel like we're just doing a bunch of complaining and not any actual. Action to conversation. I mean, Chad still... Smith. Chad Smith. I've never heard of that. Oh, such a generic name to not You've be able to remember. You've never heard of Chad Smith? All right. Chad gonna, Smith. Gonna, so right. Picture. How are we supposed to remember that? <laughs> it's so forgettable. So here's Chad Smith. So easy. <laughs> All right. So here's Will Smith and or yeah, and Chad together. Okay, I totally know Will who Ferrell, that guy is. Chad Smith. Yeah. I've actually. They did a drum off on uh, Jimmy Fallon one night. Does he actually play drums? Oh, yeah. He was amazing, actually. What the fuck? But people have told me I look like both of those guys. I don't know why. See wait, 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 wait. Can you hold it up next to your face? <laughs> and then do a smile? Well, when he was holding it up over here. Yeah, well, I could totally see it. Yeah. No? Oh, yeah. So easy. All right. It's like a mashup of the two. I know. <laughs> that was some useless information. If they had our baby. Let's bring it back to our guest. <laughs> Sorry. Not so you, Will Ferrell. So you talked about opening for somebody at the River Dogs. Was that just recently, this this season? Uh, no, that was actually two years ago. So that was in 2016. Okay. But I did just see that you were there this year, right? For the I opening was, days? I was. You threw a pitch out? Yes, I did. I made it across the plate. You made it across the plate. Yeah. It was a little high. Yeah, a little high left cheese, but whatever. <laughs> but it was better than the first person. The first person threw it like... Uh, I got it to the there. right somewhere in the dirt yeah and you got it at least cross the plate a little high kind of brought it down I think I saw in the video and then uh, there's what three or four of you that threw a pitch out uh, there's three of us three of them yeah, yeah. I'd... unless I said three or four yeah. three so you, you got it right it? the first time that man do you do any research at all for no. the show he's looking like that's your job Brian Jesus Christ yeah I, I just show up and have <laughs> well a you do all the hard work you do the work here on the editing that's the hard work yeah, this is the, the easy part. part. This is me just relaxing and talking. The easy to part people. is just talking. Yeah. yeah. But I did actually watch the video, so screw <clears> you. <throat> well, how did you get hooked up with that? Um, like I was talking about uh, 
just kind of chit-chatting back and forth with the people at Nash FM every now and then. Right. So uh, through the radio guys, yeah. they hooked you up with the yeah, they, opportunity. They asked me to come do it. I did it once for them last year, too. Nice. And last year, the first pitch was from like, I think, probably like 10, 15 feet ahead yeah, of the pitcher's mound. Half distance or something. Yeah, because there, there were other people, same situation. There were two other people throwing out another pitch. Yeah. And they were both girls, I think, <laughs> if I remember correctly. But anyway, I had I was like worried about making it from the mound all the way there the whole time. And I was like, oh, shit, 15 feet shorter. I got this. And this <laughs> right. time they're like walking us to the mound. I was like, oh, damn it. Like, See what happens. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. What? It'd I was, be very nerve wracking. I mean, I I was a pitcher. I mean, when I grew up playing baseball, I was a pitcher, and then I threw my arm out and became a catcher. So I think I could do fairly well. I definitely practiced before I went out there for a week or so. Well, I was on the golf course with a buddy of mine earlier in that day, and uh, I said to him, "I was like, dude, I was like, we might need to go get out a couple ball gloves and baseball and throw a few back and forth." And he's like, "Ah." He's like, you'll be all right. I was like, okay. <laughs> he said, say no more. You're so hard. <laughs> he just wanted to see you fail. Probably. Yeah. Did you play ball growing up at all? Baseball? I, yeah, I did actually. Yeah. yeah. Where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to Newington Elementary. Okay. And That's I good. went to Rawlings Middle. Nice. And then Somerville High. All right. Very cool. Yes, sir. Yeah, my parents living uh, in Newington Plantation right down the road from the school. Yeah. Well, I lived there since 1986, I guess, but. Until I joined the Air Force. It's a good school, I think. I went to Flower Town for two years. Yeah. Same, yeah, right next door. Across the street, Rivals. Yeah, I know, right? But I did end up at Somerville, so... We got there eventually. So you graduated in college at all? Negative. Oh, uh, smart man. <laughs> smart man. <laughs> He's over here playing an invisible saxophone. Yeah. Yeah. For what reason? Just because it sounds no great. I didn't, I didn't hear any sound at all. It's an imaginary thing. Okay. When he edits the video, he's going to throw something right, in there. Throw oh. some sax in there. Some, I'm going to have to. Now. <laughs> too many zoos. Damn it. He just made my workload yeah, bigger. Have you ever heard of Too Many Zoos? Too Many Zoos. It's a band called Too Many Zoos. I have not. Oh, my goodness. we gotta we got to let him hear that later on. Yeah. I wish we could do it now, but I'm not sure what the legal ramifications are dude if Joe doesn't want to do it I'm not doing it yeah. <laughs> Rogan we're gonna listen to it later though anyways, awesome. what were you talking about I <clears throat> we were talking about the first pitch at the River Dogs game no, we moved just on, baseball um, we were talking about we were talking about high school and yeah, elementary sure. school College, I guess, was the last yeah. thing we talked about. Yeah, so no, man, no, no college. college. We got that. That's what, yeah, well, okay, got it. We finally <laughs> figured it out. Yeah, no college for me. No? No. I went straight into the workforce, and uh, I played my first handful of bar gigs when I was, like, 17. Okay. So I was still in high school at the time. Dang. And I knew right then and there that music was what I wanted to do, so. Well, you probably knew before then, though, right? Well, yeah. When, when did you I, start I mean, playing music to begin with? Um... I remember when I was a kid, my dad would always be on the weekend playing guitar, and I'd sit there on the floor or sit on the couch and just watch. And then finally, when I was like 10 or 11 years old, he gave me a guitar, or, well, his guitar, and taught me an E chord, an A chord, a D chord, and a G chord. And he said, here, 
now you can play any That's ACDC song ever written. <laughs> yeah. And awesome. so, I mean, sure as shit, I went and learned a bunch of ACDC songs. And um, so growing up, I was into more rock and roll. But I mean, I mean, I'm still into rock and roll. I love rock and roll. But uh, I got my first acoustic guitar when I was 15 or 16. And that's when I kind of started writing songs. And uh, I didn't ever sing until then. Gotcha. Kind of One day I was just like, I wonder if I can do that. And I was like, oh, I guess so. <laughs> cool. So who are your major influences? <laughs> I mean, you said ACDC already, but I mean, Kiss, I mean, they do very minimal chords as well. Is that mm-hmm. another band? or I did. Who when else? I was younger, I listened to a lot of Kiss. Um, biggest influences. This list could get pretty long. Um, well, I mean, I go as long to, as you want, but I mean, you I know, major to, influences. A lot of Aerosmith. Okay. Steven Tyler is one of my favorite songwriters. He's just awesome. The lyrics that, that dude comes up with sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it could be a lyric I've heard a hundred times, and sometimes it's just like, fuck, man, that is brilliant. Yeah. So that that was kind of one of my biggest well, influences. Well, just a little bit. If you Sorry would, just that. a tad bit. You're good. You're good. So yeah, so Aerosmith, who else? A lot of Aerosmith, Van Halen. Nice. Um, oh yeah, love Van Halen. Yeah, one of my favorites all time. David Lee Roth, Van Halen. David, yeah, not Van Hagar. Yeah. Dave, David Lee Roth. There's some good stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, too. just different. But yeah, yeah. I'm a huge Sammy Hagar fan. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, way way before Van Halen or Van Hagar, I guess you should say. But, <laughs> but I've seen him two or three times with different bands: Chickenfoot, uh, The Circle. He's got Chicken this new band right badass. now called The Circle. Yeah, um, so I'm up in Canada last year. Anyway, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking Van about. Van Halen, ACDC. I'd love Aerosmith, to see Van Halen. Those big names. They are. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, who else? Well, I started getting into country music when. Well, I mean, I've always listened to country music like in the car and whatnot when I was a kid and then uh, in like middle school high school started listening to a lot more country and so a lot of the stuff I was writing then was pretty country sounding but since then I've gotten into blues a lot really kind of found my roots back in rock and roll that's what I kind of found when I was you know perusing through your Facebook and stuff that you know slide guitar and it sounded real bluesy and stuff like that so yeah I love it yeah. So when you go out and perform, you do mainly covers, or you do half and half, or it depends on like the time slot, the venue. Well, that's true too. Whatnot, yeah. but I do play like if I'm playing a two three hour set, I do play a lot of covers. Yeah, but uh, I'll usually do a full set of just original tunes. That's and awesome. Kind of go. Sometimes, most of the time, I'll go kind of like in order of occurrence when I wrote those songs, and. A lot of storytelling in between, kind of connecting dots between songs and whatnot. Okay, cool. very cool. As points in time in my life, so it's one day hopefully going to be like a more intimate set when I can, you know, be on stage and have like all eyes on it. Yeah. Do, do that acoustic set again. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can hook that up. I don't know. I feel like the, the radio will probably do that faster. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we, oh, were, just talking, we were just talking last night about a fundraiser <laughs> we want to try and set up, and uh, you know, we've got some names in mind of people that we want to perform and do some stuff. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, and I mean, you brought an acoustic guitar tonight, right? So yes, I you're did. Be doing some acoustic stuff tonight. So this is mm-hmm. an opportunity. 
hopefully for quite a few people to hear it. All See eyes it. are yeah. on you tonight. Right. All eyes. <laughs> it could be the whole world eventually. We'll go back and listen to this. Yeah. When he's a president. President. the president. I don't know about all that. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't think I'd want that job. I don't blame you either, man. Me either. That's uh, too much responsibility. Too much pressure. It's the whole world watching. No. So I'd be willing to do that on a stage with an instrument, but not as a president. Totally, because yeah. your decisions don't affect, not affect, affect people's life. Whatever. Hopefully my decisions aren't affecting anybody. Oh, that's a terrible verb. It is. What? What's so the <laughs> album that you're you're playing with or single or anything, is that following the same bluesy feel or... Yeah, uh, it's a little bit more rock and roll. Nice. But the the guitar parts in it are gonna be pretty bluesy. But overall, it's gonna. Did the acoustic switching to acoustic have any effect on? Like, was it you enjoying more country or uh, less rock and roll or whatever that led you to getting your first acoustic, or was it? More like getting into acoustic kind of led you towards country more because it, it was kind of that's a good question that's a really good question I've actually thought about that yeah before yeah oh cool let's hear it good job so <laughs> yeah picking his brain <laughs> so uh like I said when I got my first acoustic guitar I was listening to a lot of country music at the time but still like a lot of the rock and roll I listened to a lot like shit all over the board. So a lot of the stuff that I had already been listening to for years was acoustic. Or like my favorite fucking love songs. Like my, one of my favorite songs when I was a kid was I Remember You by Skid Row. Very good song. Yeah. So I, I had a 12-string when I was younger. Nice. Don't know where it's at. Don't <laughs> ask me. But uh, that's What do you all. mean you don't know where it's at? I don't know where it's at. I don't know what happened to it. I mean, did y'all move wow. a couple times and it just got lost in the moves? Or you just... No. Misplaced it? I mean, how do you lose a 12-string guitar? Well, I think <laughs> I think I sold it at some point. Oh, okay. Or maybe lost it. I don't know. Yeah. Or it might have been somebody yeah. else's and borrowed it or something like that. That's a lot of strings, right? I don't even know it's what 12. that means. I mean, I know it's 12 <laughs> strings, but is it like a double neck? Or can you fit 12 strings on a single So neck? the neck will be a little bit fatter. And then and the they strings just have, are kind of together, yeah, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. Right. They're interesting and you can do a lot of different tunings with more strings, but right. I never really got into it a whole lot. <clears throat> Obviously, lost it. You know where it is. Well, I can't remember if it was somebody's that we borrowed or like someone loaned it to us or what, but yeah, understandable. Yeah. It was years ago. Ever played with a band at all or is it just always you? I have, yeah. I had a a pretty sweet trio going for a while, but uh, things happen. Oh, yeah, shit happens. Yeah, yeah. which I mean, I still, I'm still cool with both the guys and uh, the drummer. His name is Demario Kit. Real, real great dude. Um, he's actually going to be doing the drum track on this first song nice. that I'm recording over at Costello. That's cool. Yeah, we're going to be doing that next week, and he's a hell of a drummer, man. He's 
phenomenal. Right. So did you ask this question already? So your this next EP, I know you said the style of music, but is it going to be kind of acoustic? It's going to be plugged in? I, I guess you got a drum guy coming uh, in. And probably with all pretty, that said, do you record each section separately or do you record together in the studio? Well, so we do what's referred to as like a scratch track, like a reference track. Mm-hmm. And I always do my scratch tracks acoustic and just to kind of get the the timing of the song right and whatnot and then the structure of it overall. And then you either go in and start with the bass line or start with the drum line or start with one of the guitar tracks and then you build on it from there track by track. And then, okay. I mean, that by is. the end of it, even though there's like, there's drums, bass, maybe two guitar tracks, two or three guitar tracks and a vocal track. And then say there's another vocal track for harmonies. It's like a list like this long. Yeah. There's like so many just like little tiny pieces everywhere. And I'm just like, whoa. Right. Know, that sounds like a lot of work. That's yeah. what Editing I do. Wise. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> That's cool though. And never any horns or anything like that in there. No not yet wind instruments not yet but actually I was listening to I can't remember the guy's name I was listening to a shuffled playlist on Spotify earlier and it was a real bluesy playlist I think it was called Funky Heavy Bluesy ooh and write that down I know oh it's a badass playlist there's there's tons of good songs on there and songs like there's one uh, called Walking the Dog by this guy Tony Spinner it's real slow bluesy but uh grown up there's a version that aerosmith does that grown up i always listen to and it was one of my favorite songs and it's one of those songs that you hear it and it gets stuck in your head like almost instantly you hear the first verse of the first chorus and it's just locked in yeah or at least my head anyway yeah there's one album i can't remember the name of it from aerosmith that was super bluesy that i'm in love with i mean way back in the 70s or something that one of the early albums but um it's got the song Train Kept a Rolling on it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. When I was learning to play Kings guitar. And Queens. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is it? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Get Your Wings. Might be it. Yep. Uh, it's Get Your Wings. I think it was 78. Yeah. That's a good freaking album right there. That's Aerosmith used to be the bond. I mean, that's are, like my go to got... Aerosmith album right there. Yeah. Everybody says this, you know, people get commercialized, or whatever. They definitely kind of commercialize, but you their early stuff, do? man, was rock and bluesy. Same thing with the Stones. Their early stuff yeah. was super bluesy. Hmm. Um, and then they got, you know, they were still good. They're still good now. Really? Yeah. In their 70s, whatever it is. <laughs> Something like Isn't that. Isn't there just an aspect where you just don't want to play the same thing? forever and you just want to do something different yeah and some people see it as like that's what i always wondered like if artists when they sell out Mm -hmm. like do you think they just want to try something new and right they didn't sell out they just evolved and did something different right they're still going to play all those great other like the first two three albums of theirs and when they go on tours and stuff yeah because that's what people want to listen to anyway so exactly it's not like they're losing the, the soul of what they did before. I like that. That's a good point. I think that's the bad thing about fans, though, right? The fans always want to hear the hits. They don't yeah. care about anything new or genuine or creative that you've made. They just want to hear the hits. Well, I just made new stuff, mother effer. Yeah. Listen to my new stuff. I've been creative and I've made new stuff for you. I don't know, man. I feel like... I mean, the hits are good, but don't knock off the new stuff. It's just I feel as... like that's too... It's just as important. What... 
I feel like you're being too strict, too black and white about it. I think there's probably uh, well, plenty of fans that do enjoy the obscure But, I mean, songs. I said I plenty enjoy of... the hits as well, but enjoy the new stuff. I mean, it's all that artist. Enjoy the artist. Let's put it that way. I know you're so angry about it. <laughs> He's passionate about it. Yeah. He wants you Just to understand. Enjoy the artists. Can you imagine whatever they, you whatever they come stage. up with, they create Hey, hey guys. Just enjoy the whole fucking artist. <laughs> if you... Walks off. And then, I mean, there's some shit. Yeah. But <laughs> enjoy the creativity of that person. As a person. All right. I don't know. I don't have a choice now. Sense at all. I yelling at you know how, like, back in the day, they used to, like, come and introduce an artist, like, in front of the curtain, and then they'd pull the curtain. Yeah. If I ever do a show like that, <laughs> you're my guy. Yeah. You're coming out, and you're, you're giving my little introduction. All right. Talking it I'll up, take it. and you're gonna tell them enjoy the artistry. I can do it. <laughs> the whole show, every song. I might take the stage for a little while before I do it. Yeah, but um, be my guest. Really, I would like to see that. That'd be interesting. Really, what would you? I'll what do, instrument? I'll do yeah, what song are you dancing to? Stand-up oh, you're going to do stand up. Gotcha. I mean, I might just give a speech. A motivational speech or something. I might do a stand-up routine. Who knows what I'll do? But it'll be creative. The mystery guest the speaker. We got really in depth with that. Hits. Hypothetical situation. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty in-depth hypothetical. We always get way off track. I mean, there's no track. It's a craft conversation. Yeah. Exactly. This is pretty crafty. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? I don't know. Well, let's talk about this. Caleb has a microphone on his arm, tattoo on his forearm. You've got a a microphone there. So what's the inspiration for? Is it just because of the love of music? Is there something else behind that whole tattoo? So this one is directly from music. Um, This is my Rocket Queen. Okay. It's a Guns N' Roses song off Appetite for Destruction. Very nice. The last song on the album. But uh, I can't tell the whole story about the tattoo. Okay. Some of it. That's a good story. <laughs> yeah, it's a good story. But um, basically, the there's a line in Rocket Queen where he says, I might be a little young, but honey, I ain't naive. Okay. And I've always found that to be a pretty cool little idea. And lyric. I'm going to write that down and go back and listen to that. What what are we writing down? Go ahead. Continue if you have more stories. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, no, that's about the gist of it because I can't really tell the good part of the story. That's Rocket that's not, yeah, not... You did a thing. G and R. I did a thing. The fair equivalent of the summary, <laughs> which is a really roundabout way of saying that you summed it up well. And then what was the Spotify channel you said again? The uh, Funky Heavy Bluesy. I already wrote that down. All right, well, I'm But I didn't get the who sang Walking the Dog. Tony Spinner and Aerosmith. Two completely different takes on the song. And I was listening to that playlist the other day. It's on that funky, heavy, bluesy playlist. Right, cool. And I just had it on shuffle at work, and that song came on, and I was like, listen closely, because it's like two completely different time signatures that they did the song in. So. I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, I know this lyrics. And I like rewinded it a little bit and listened. I was like, holy shit. I was like, all right. I like <laughs> it. Because I, I, I keep finding songs. That's one of my favorite things about the blues is 
there's more, I don't necessarily want to say freedom, but people tend to cover other blues songs more often when they're also playing the blues. It's just more commonly done in the blues. Really? I think, anyway. I've noticed that in, with the blues a lot more. Okay. But, uh... I can kind of see that. Constantly, I'm hearing songs and, like, different renditions of it by different artists, and you'll hear, like, series of notes or, like, one line that is like, holy shit, wait a minute, that it is that song. Okay. Right. And those kind of aha moments are, like, one of my favorite things. When Do you think they're music. doing that as a sign of, like, I'm a fan or respect, I like what you did there, and I just want to... I think so. That's cool. It's, like like kind of honoring the the previous yeah. artist style a little bit in their rendition of it. That's cool. Yeah. Speaking of blues, we got a guy coming on tomorrow night, Paul Stone from the Paul Stone Project. You ever heard of him or run into him? He's, I think I've heard of him. He's an older gentleman um, here in town. He plays Homegrown Brew House a little bit. He's played at Coastal Coffee Roasters, a few different places. Out of Blackwater, he played. Uh, but he's a blues mm-hmm. singer as well. Um, yeah. And I've listened to his music and, of course, some of your stuff. And I think you guys would play well together, actually. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be on tomorrow night. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'll definitely have to check it out. So it's a blues week. Yeah. Then, uh, I don't know if this is the same. I guess it would be kind of bluesy. Harry Connick Jr.? No? Uh, I mean, Not it's much. definitely out of the blues capital, right? I mean, yeah. it's Louisiana. Yeah. 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 I've been listening to a li- ugh, listening a lot lately to a lot of like real rock based blues, which would be what you got like, a name? Uh, guys band. like Joe Bonamassa, um, Gary Hoey, um, Tony Spinner, write it down Heinrich. Uh, can't remember or actually can't pronounce his last name, but <laughs> he uh, he's got some pretty pretty badass tunes. But uh, a lot more like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess the only really good way to put it would be rock blues. Right. Blues I rock. I think that sounds great. I can hear that in my head. Yeah. It's pretty specific. I think you could probably hear that in your head better than any other way I was about to describe it. So yeah, well done. <laughs> blues rock. So that's pretty much the direction you think you're, you're taking your music? Uh, Rocky blues, rock blues, yeah, blues rock? I think so, yeah. Cause that's just kind of what's always that's awesome been my favorite. Yeah, I definitely enjoy that genre. So yeah, I'm excited. Hurry up, hurry up. He <laughs> says, yeah. hurry up. Give me you can't little... rush perfection. Oh, that's perfection true. is the goal. That's true. And you said the only only place people can find your first EP is on Spotify. Is that the only place it's on? Or? Uh, it's actually on Spotify, iTunes, um, Amazon, Google Play. They just type in Clayton Lewis and it'll come up. Yeah. And that's L O U I S, right? Correct. Yeah. Not the other way you spell it. Yes. Everybody always gets it wrong. Yeah. Oh, no. Yes. Or I did they, to begin with. They tell me that the way Lewis is spelled, they tell me that it says Louis. Like, no, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> it says Lewis. Okay. Wait, so do you have people calling you Clayton Louis? Dude. So Alexa. Oh, if, no. Dude. Alexa says Clayton Louis. Really? It pisses me <laughs> off so bad. We had a whole conversation our first podcast about our names and how people mispronounce Dales yeah. and choir and all kind of things. But Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Louie. It's not cool. 
That'll do it. I mean, my my like three-year-old nephew. I just nephew. It the first time I, I tried to look you up, and I typed in L-E-W-I-S, and uh-huh. I couldn't find you. Jeez. Why does everybody always think... I would, like, I've seriously like contemplated that. Like, I think because... I don't know. In my brain, the way yours is spelled seems more like a first name rather than a last name. Well, it's actually my middle name. Oh, shit. Lewis Kurt is your middle name? Yep. Okay. Then it totally makes sense. Does it make sense? Yeah. Smith, your last name? Yep. Clayton Lewis Smith. That's the no, is it really? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I nailed it. <laughs> no, I mean, it makes sense that it's spelled that way. It's his real name. That, that works. I mean, that's a weird last name, but I mean, I have a weird last name, and I've met plenty of people that have two first names. <laughs> two first names. Um, yeah, I have a friend that actually says he has three, three first names. Does he have three first names? Philip Daniel Scott. He, in fact, has three first names. Yeah. <laughs> Which, um, technically, all three of those first names could almost be last names, too. <clears throat> Scott is a last name. Yep. Daniel, or Daniels, is a last name. Oh, and wow. Phillips. That's true. He's got to make it plural. We just flip the script on it. He's got three first names and three last names. He's got six names. That's too many. It's a lot. It is a lot. Like what? Could you imagine having six names? No. I don't want to. It's too much writing. Like if <laughs> I go to school and I had to sign my name on all my papers and stuff, it's just too much. It's too much work. Even even writing like six initials would be yeah. almost like spelling your name. Well, it's longer than both of you. Oh, man. Oh, I just hit the mic. Sorry, everybody. All right, well, we all have empty glasses, and I just yawned. Oh, no. Okay. Well, well I... Pull these out real quick. You want to check that? See if it's uh, still moving? Or yeah, do sure. We, do we care? Well, that means Clayton has to talk about himself. No, it won't take a second to well, see no, if wait, it's... you're not leaving, so you have to talk about it. Yeah. So... So you're singled out here. You have to talk amongst yourself. Oh, no! Is it still moving? Krusty Krab. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I was well, going to sing the Krusty Krab song. That's a good song. All right. So you while sing- I pull this out, and you can get the camera ready, I guess. You can sing this, the Krusty Krab song. Well, he does <clears> so while I pull this out, while I whip this out, that's uh, <laughs> oh. what movie was that? Excuse me, while I whip this out. Blazing Saddles. You ever seen that? I don't think so. You ever seen that? Oh, oh, you guys need to go watch Blazing Saddles for sure. How old is that, Saddles? bro? Oh, it's, it's 70s. It's that was 70s. a very nice way to say that. But I'm telling you, <laughs> you need to watch it. Okay. Hey, I don't mind old movies. We're gonna write I don't either, honestly. I love old movies. We're going to write that down because we talked about it. Blazing Saddles. Okay. We kind of make some show notes, stuff that we talked about. But. Why do you have to explain this? All <laughs> I like people to know what I'm doing. They see me writing shit down. They want to say, well, what's Brian doing over there? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe nobody cares. Nobody's even listening. Whoa. Hey, we're both listening. I know. That's and there true. are people. Who, yes, I have not tried this one yet. Really? What do and we I got? like that you take notes, Brian. It was, I don't know why you have to explain. Space dust. Right? Doesn't All that right. sound fun? <clears throat> Lieutenant Dank and Space Dust. <laughs> That's right. They kind of went to the moon together. Or Lieutenant Dank went to the moon and saw Space Dust. Like, oh, that was stupid. All right. <laughs> was, uh, we got I three new glasses. This is Space Dust IPA from Elysian Brewing Company. Uh, they're out of Seattle, Washington. The ABV on this is 8.2%, alcohol by volume, in case anybody needs a refresher. Rookies. Uh, IBUs, International Bittering Units, are 62, so a little bit less bitter than the last one. 
higher alcohol content. It's going to be a little maltier probably. Space Dust, a totally to, uh, totally nubular IPA. Great Western Premium two-row combined with C15 and Dextra Pills. Give this beer a bright and galactic Milky Way hue. The hopping is pure star glow energy with Chinook to bitter the late and dry additions of Citra and Amarillo hops. Space Dust is out of this world. This I need world. to be a writer for these things. I bet you they make good money to write all these descriptions for this. You could do voiceovers. It's out of this <laughs> world. Did they have to end on that one? What's that? Out of this world. I mean, we were all expecting it. <laughs> they have to do it. Was it was too obvious. It was just too cliche. All right. But then again, I guess it works, right? Uh, I repeated it. It was catchy in my mind. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm too cliche. I've actually been to Maybe some brewing, marketing design. brewing company in uh, Seattle. Exactly what it is. I went out and did a Spartan race in Seattle and uh, with my both my boys, and we went to Elysian Brewery. Really? Yeah, it's pretty good. Nice little outdoor area. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. I always like having a chance to sit outside. I'm gonna go yeah. sit outside almost nine out of ten times. Depending on the weather. It depends on. Like during the summer, if I'm in flip-flops and a t-shirt and shorts and a bathing suit, I'll sit outside anywhere, but it, any other time, I'm yep. inside. I love it. Even in winter. Well, I'll take that back. <laughs> Not me. The southern winters aren't winters. <laughs> yeah, there we go. What just happened? Do we miss stuff? Oh, okay, we when got I set my camera down, yeah, click the button. Uh, I stopped you. recording. That's all right. That's spot. We got it on the camera. No. The majority of it. When I set the camera down after recording, I stopped recording. Okay, so it was just like a little five-second thing. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. We'll oh, find so. out. <clears throat> All right, so what do we think about this one? Compared to the first one. It smells brighter. Yeah, it's definitely hoppier on the, on the nose. It's, well... You guys are smelling it. I tasted it, and it definitely is a lot hoppier. <laughs> it's a lot lighter. It's a little more crisp, I think. Yeah, definitely more crisp. I like it. I think crisp is, is really good because it's more hoppy, but it's not heavy. It's a good balance between yeah. the hops and the malts, I think. I like it. I've been wanting to try this, like I said, for a while. and I thought you tried it before. No. I have not. I could have sworn I'd brought some home. Space I think it's a good test. beer. That does not always mean that I had it. <laughs> That's true. That's a very good point. So what's this other tattoo you got going on over here? Honestly, uh, this one is a work in progress. So much. The work in progress? So you've never been in the Navy. You're not a pirate. No, but I've always wanted to be a pirate. I've always thought it would be fucking awesome to be a pirate okay. so is that the influence for it or you just it saw is. it and liked it or there yeah. is I, uh, Let's put it I mean it kind of looks didn't like something up, but kind of kind of looks like something my grandfather would have had back in you know World War II or whatever from the Navy it looks like a, a old style tattoo that's exactly the point cool traditional well, you what I was going for for sure well thank well, you yeah, I like still right. gotta get it shaded and whatnot, but it goes all the way around back Oh, dude, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the girl right there looks like something that I think my, my grandfather actually had on his forearm, as yeah. a matter of fact. Sweet. Very similar to it. Yeah, that's a great... That's what I'm going I for. I love it. And I, I like I, it. I, my eyes have been drawn back every time. 
yeah. the way the light shines through the clouds and stuff. And <laughs> no, I've been wanting to ask about it since uh, yeah. we started, but I didn't want to go from tattoo. I wanted to kind of bring it up later, yeah. but I wanted to just have a whole Where segment. Where did you go for that? Or who did you go see? This one, well, this was, uh, honestly, like the guy that did the, the So this ship. is not one sitting. You did this separately. Yeah, this is oh, two sittings. Gotcha. Um, two different artists, too. Oh, shit. <clears throat> On this yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. So the... If you look, the lines are a little bit thicker in here yeah. than they are in everything else. Yeah. So the ship was done by, I can't even remember the guy's name. He did it at Artistic Inc., but he doesn't uh, work at Artistic Inc., so gotcha. he was just kind of there on a Sunday. Okay. And it was my birthday, so I went in and got myself a tattoo. But uh, Wait a minute. So the guy did not work at... Artistic Inc. Is that what you just said? He is a tattoo artist at a... I can't remember the name of the shop that he worked at in Goose Creek, but he Blue was Monkey? there. Blue Gorilla? Blue Gorilla. There's Blue Monkey. Monkey. Huh? Uh, it Blue was, Gorilla is, I don't think it's in Goose Creek. Really? I think it's in really? downtown Charleston. I thought it was in Goose Creek. Okay. Well, maybe. <clears throat> doesn't matter. Me. Yeah. So he just was hanging out and said, I'll tattoo you, and he didn't even well, work there. Well, he was there. <laughs> I guess he was working there like on the weekend, so... And excuse me, uh, like a guest he, artist, yeah, something okay. like that. And they said that he was pretty good at uh, ships, and so he hooked hmm. me up. But yeah, it's uh, good lines, I like it. Yeah, thank you. How long did it take you to get the other, the rest of it? That all took about three hours. That's that good. was yeah. I mean, we took a couple smoke breaks, and how long in be in between sessions? Um, I think it was about, I want to say a month. Dang. On this one. It yeah. was a different art. you go back to Artistic Inc.? You just had a different artist? No, I actually went to Motor City Inc. Nice. Yeah, that's where I got my first tattoo. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to go back. And I knew the guy which, that did. Which still, was this one over here? Oh, this was, was the first okay. tattoo. Are they still open? Motor City? Yeah. Yeah. Word. Yeah. This was uh, <clears throat> Dawn at Motor City. Did everything but the ship here. Nice. Nice yeah. lines, very. Yeah, Don's pretty dang good. Yeah. He's been doing tattoos since the mid '80s. Yeah, it's a good experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue Gorilla is on King Street. You're right, it's downtown. I thought it was in Goose Creek or Hand in Hand for some reason, but well, they might have one over there. I think they do have multiple. Do they? Yeah, there was a neon something out there at one point. Neon Tiger. No, I Ivory know. Tiger. That's a that's like right across from not right across. City. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a buddy of mine get a tattoo there. I just go to Mystic Tiki. Yeah, that's where I went to get this one. That's the only one I've got in Somerville, but... Yeah. yeah, I went to locations and it didn't pull anything up. Of course not. So, you wanting to be a pirate? <laughs> yeah. How did that... How did that happen? I just always thought it'd be Yeah, but what if awesome you to, to be a pirate? Like, did you see... Like, was it Peter Pan? Well... Could have been Peter Pan, because I watched Peter Pan when I was a kid, obviously. <laughs> but, uh... I mean, you probably watched Jack Sparrow, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, but that's but, um, so newer. I feel like that's... Well, I was... younger, I've right? always been into history. And I remember when I was younger, just being so fascinated, like, when we'd go on field trips downtown Charleston, and, like, go see the dungeons and... Everything down by the battery and whatnot, and the cannons, and right, kind of like picturing it in my mind, and just always thought it'd be 
pretty cool to be a pirate and then that's cool go like sail that. the seas and play a guitar and drink rum or Tennessee Hell whiskey yeah. or whatever that's the best part of being a pirate <laughs> drinking rum drinking rum <laughs> uh, I wonder why rum is their drink of choice I don't know because it's native to the Caribbean isn't it I guess that's probably a good and that was like a that is a good point area that seems see I've thought about this guys yeah I've done my pirate research (laughs) (laughs) actually I wrote a song called A Pirate's Life nice uh, it was is there any chance we can hear that tonight sure yeah we can hear that awesome yeah so that's a good point so we want to hear some songs tonight Um, yeah what do you feel like playing I mean you got two or three of them in you or two yeah I got a few. All right. We won't go there yet, right? I don't know. Let's leave it up to the <clears> guest. But we normally do like kind of one at the table here, and then we call it the carpet wall sessions where we do one with the carpet wall in the back and carpet kind of the lighting. We'll like set up it. a chair and one of the, the mics over there. But mm-hmm. Cool. At least two. One there, one one over there, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course not. I mean, that's, that's why we're here, right? To showcase the music. Yeah. Well, we want to... One of the reasons. Spread you don't like promoting stuff. We're trying but. <laughs> No, I'm just saying it's not all about promotions. No. You gotta pick and choose your battles. Yeah. Yeah. Choose who you who and what you want to promote. Yes. Right. Instead of insert dish detergent name here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have to choose Cascade. Maybe we should we should uh we should link Cascade in the show notes just to see if they're interested. We'll do I don't know. We're gonna put I mean, Cascade down. Cascade. I mean, we plugged him pretty damn hard. Yeah. We gave him a solid review. We'll see what happens. I mean, these glasses are the best they've been since we started. This is the sixth episode, mm-hmm. and they're crystal clear. But we also put a, uh, a rinse aid there in go. there, but I think it was also Cascade. So, Cascade Wait, did times you double two. wash them? <laughs> did you put the rinse aid in? No. Oh. I just well, never put mind. The you just put the little pad thing. Yeah, there's a rinse aid in there that you spray into this little container and it. Just helps to, during the drying stage. It helps to crystal clear those things. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know how to use it. Like a jet dry. It's, it's a lot better. Yeah, like a jet dry type thing. Whatever oh, happened don't to promote jet other brands? <laughs> no, this is Cascade. Well, I did just say about. whatever happened to Jet Dry. They're still they, out there, are they? I didn't know that was another company. So yeah, what? you don't, don't remember those commercials? No. <laughs> like little, whatever they are, like gel packs or something, like jumping around in the dishwasher. Yeah. Like animated, like they got faces and everything. I just how do you how <laughs> did you I miss think that? I distinguish different dish detergent commercials. It was just dish detergent commercials. Now I feel weird. Yeah, you're like I know all of them by <laughs> name. <laughs> Tide Pods is my favorite. Wait, that's that's laundry. That's, that's laundry. Uh, that's laundry. I should have stopped while I was ahead. Man, well, let's write down Tide. <laughs> Well, might not. We're all about hygiene on this show. Yeah. I mean, we talk about a lot of stuff. People need to start recognizing that we cover a lot of a lot of ground here. Yeah. We mention a lot of people on this. That is a way to say it. Yeah. Right. Just feel like you ever done any music festivals? I was getting ready to ask that same question. No, but I'd love to. Really? We did Nash Bash. I got written down here. Well, that was 2016. What is that, that that wasn't really a music festival. That was more of a concert. Was that the com- competition yeah. thing you were talking about? Well, that was like the uh, the incentive for winning the local okay hmm. leg of the competition. I guess you'd call it. 
Right. But uh, they did a Nash bash and like. I'm gonna scratch that off. Each Nash city that they the have a Nash station in. Gotcha. And I'm not sure if they had the same artist at each one or what, but they uh, they did. I think it was it was Billy Carrington and uh, shit, one other person <laughs> in me. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a festival. That's three people. How many does is it, it a make festival? a festival? That just sounds like a concert or like <clears throat> a show. A festival, I think, is. Well, when you say festival, I see like food trucks and vendors and. Right. Yeah. Well, let's bring up a couple of sundresses. Things. So, Flowertown Festival. You played there, right? Was that That's a, a festival? festival? That's a festival. It's Flowertown well, Festival. So, it's not a music festival. Well, yeah, okay. Though. That's what I was about to say. It's not so a music So, is it festival. just you on stage, or did they have multiple yeah. people come up and play on that same stage? Or what? Uh, well, it was just me, and then um, did a couple duets with. Uh, a girl named Faith Schuler. She's a local girl. Yeah. yeah, she's a she's really talented. But uh, we sang a couple songs together, and then she took the stage with her band after I played. Cool. But yeah, I played solo acoustic and cool. showcased some of my original stuff. And right, and then we got uh, Porch Jam with Dan Riley. Yeah, you've been out there before, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Are you going to be at this next one on May thirteenth? That's coming up. Yeah, I'm actually I'm playing at it. Yeah. Very cool. I'm going to get out there day. for that. One of the featured artists. Really? Yeah. Featured artists. Yes, so, sir. last one I saw, I didn't get a chance to get out there, but there was 14 or 15 performers out there. Is that right? Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, he's, uh, he's do done. like, what, 15, a couple songs a piece or something? Yeah, like three or four songs a piece, and then the featured artists do a little bit longer. They have, like, I think a 20-minute set. Okay. But, yeah, Dan's done something pretty cool over there. and That, uh, that Porsche Jam's, <clears throat> I think, something that... He can keep going for quite a while and not get bored with or anybody else get bored with it, you know, because... He wants me to set up artwork out there. You should. Totally should. I think I will. Yeah, because, I mean... I should get in touch with him. That, I've... Like you said, 14, 15 people performing at the last one. Yeah. When I... I went to, I believe it was the first one. First or second one. And, uh... There was... I want to say somewhere between, like, 7 and 10 people performing and then the featured artists wow yeah so i mean it's not like it's double yeah and good crowd yeah there was a good crowd the first time i went and i can only imagine with twice as many people showing right. up to play that ideally twice as many people are showing up to listen but you would hope yeah, yeah. Sounds it's like compounding on both market. sides but <clears throat> but yeah dan's done a, a great job with that and it's i think it's a really cool idea to bring something like that, especially to that side of town, because right. there's nothing really nothing. like no, that. No, there's nothing I mean, in Knightsville at all. Yeah, except, I mean, but it's growing leaps yeah. and bounds. My brother lives out there now in Pine Forest uh, Country Club area out there, mm-hmm. and um, first time I've been out there in a long time. But there's a lot of stuff out there now. Yeah. It's becoming a thing. Like I remember when Knightsville had a stop sign, right before they put that stoplight there. Yeah, me too. That's when we moved out in that area. There's an old rundown gas station. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing on the <clears throat> other side at all. It's just a Piggly yep. Wiggly. That was it. And that Piggly Wiggly is now gone. Yeah. The oh building's still there, but yeah, it's it closed down. Six months ago or something, maybe. Well, that's where we should on. put our studio. Let's just buy the whole building. <laughs> the Piggly Wiggly? A little space over there, yeah. I'll, I'll rent a studio space from you in there. <clears throat> oh, we'll have plenty. So I'll rent, like, yeah, I mean, I'll rent the, uh, the meat one locker. I'm sorry. I mean, talk over. That's one of our plans is to rent studio space, mm-hmm. to have our own studio and then rent that space out to other people to record stuff as well. It's on the books. It's going to happen. Cool. 
books. These books. <laughs> no, we've got it written books. Down. We've got it written down somewhere in a book. Yeah. You got it written in that book, probably. Oh, well, I got plenty of things written in this book. But I guess read yeah. us a sample from your book. <clears throat> this should be good. While you do that, I'm gonna check this camera real quick. I'm just real antsy about this camera. Oh, actually, I'll read this. <clears throat> so at Homegrown, Caleb Taylor, the guy who owns and runs it, as he should be, because he's running a craft beer tab house, he's very particular about where your foam, not foam. Where your head needs to be. It should be one, one and a half finger, two finger. He judges everything by fingers. Mm-hmm. One night we were just all hanging out. We were laughing about, because I poured a beer for myself and I thought it was two fingers. And he goes, eh, it was like one and a half. <laughs> Damn, man, it's strict as hell. It's, like, it's got to be by Caleb Taylor's two finger rule. And so I started making more jokes and then I came up with a whole bunch of things. like A whole bunch of two finger jokes? This should be good. Good head must be two fingers deep. Man, what a turn we've taken. <laughs> Stick to two fingers for a good time. Is it too early to make a joke about you not disappointing with these jokes? <laughs> Wait, you have a joke about that? No, I don't. Oh, okay. That was the joke. And then the last one is for good head, follow the two finger rule. I don't know how that fits together, but. Those are just kind of words to live by. Right? That's more like advice. When you're pouring beer, to... you want head. You want to be able to smell oh, the aroma. You. you want to release okay. everything. I was going some other direction with it, and I couldn't figure it out. I mean, when... <laughs> a lot of places, pour beer, people get upset that you've got head, but it's essential to the entire experience and flavor of the beer. So stick to two fingers, guys, at least. <laughs> <All right. laughs> two fingers. Got it. Oh, my God. Where is this fucking thing gone. <laughs> what do you mean? No. He We're takes his headphones off for beer. two minutes and comes back to this. Come back and it's just out of control. Yeah. God forbid we get into education and start <clears throat> teaching people about proper beer drinking oh, etiquette. It's good. I like it. I could probably use some beer drinking etiquette tips. Yeah? What you got? I said probably use some. I don't have oh, any. Oh, use some. <laughs> Actually, well, let's talk about that then. What got yeah. you started to you know, get into craft beer? Because it it's very much not for everybody. Right. Yeah. Where did you come from? What, what was your beer of choice to begin with? You know, Natty Light, PBR, uh, Coors Light, whatever. Well, I'm not as bad as Natty Light. I was a pretty big fan of Yangling. Okay. So I'll um, start. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's the number one selling beer in South Carolina, I believe. Really? Yangling. They're the oldest brewery in America. It's the oldest brewery in America. Yeah, it's in uh, Massachusetts. I don't know, but I do know that they Ooh. don't sell in... California. I don't think they sell on the West Coast. Really? Hmm. Maybe uh, that's one of the reasons South Carolina is one of the biggest buyers of Yingling. I don't know. We totally interrupted, <laughs> right? we totally interrupted you. but We uh, did. We've done that a lot. Oh, yeah. We were talking about it. Yeah, yeah so you started with Yingling. Um, as far as, like, I guess you'd call it regular beer? Yeah. Um, domestic. Domestic. That's the word. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> Yingling's... Um, I don't mind Budweiser, uh, Corona, um, kind of anything that's not like super watered down beer. Right. That's just like piss. Wait, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. There's like that level. If yeah. it's not frozen fucking cold, I cannot drink it. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't even well, see. Like, I think like well, that's the style here. Yeah, like the Bud yeah. Lights, the Coors, and that is oh, yeah. because when it's that cold, most of the flavor you, you don't get. You're just just drinking cold beverage. Yeah. So which I'm is. What we talked about one time when you get to the darker beers and it starts to warm up a little bit, you get more of the rich flavors. Oh, actually, I was watching that one the other day. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I love hearing that. Drinking the... uh, You guys come on here. I was listening to it on the way here. Oh, shh. I can't remember which one it was. It's a tall black can. Uh, Uh, The... Tim Fitty? The Barrel-Aged Tim Fitty. That was the first pilot episode. Wasn't if you haven't had that beer, Ooh. man, good stuff. Do you like dark beer? I don't mind it. I mean, I can't drink a lot of it, but I don't. I hear that. It's not really made to drink a lot of, is it? Oh no, no. the I mean, you can. I didn't think so. You can't until you just wake up the next. Day. <laughs> yeah. Little side note: Yingling is in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. I not, wanted not to say that, but I didn't want to be wrong. Oh. No, that's because in the commercials they say Pottsville, PA. We're always wrong, so don't worry. About it. Uh-huh. What a cool place to uh, have a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty cool. I mean, that's, that's impressive. Yeah, I had a friend come over from California and he's like raved about buying Yingling because he doesn't get it over there and it's his favorite beer. Mm. I took if that. I lived in California and I couldn't get my favorite beer. I think I'd probably find a new favorite beer. <laughs> that's a good point. I wonder what the beer scene is over in California. Any major breweries in California? We talk about it all the time. Do we? Yeah. I was stationed in Vegas for three years, so we go oh, over that's to... that's right. <clears throat> then I was contractor for three years as well, so I used to do business in, in uh, San Diego. So I think the entire state of California, I could look it up, but I think they have somewhat of over 200 plus breweries in wow. uh, California itself. San Diego probably has 115 just in San Diego. So I don't Jeez. know. It's probably way more than 200. We can look it up. That's a lot of breweries. <laughs> How many breweries? Eventually, I'm just going to take away his laptop and he'll just <laughs> have nothing to look up. No, because he, he keeps finding little factoids and tidbits and whatnot. Holy <laughs> He's going to be our intern. At the end of 2013. <laughs> oh, never mind. Shit. Terrible intern. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. At the end of 2013, there were 2,822 breweries in the United States. I thought it was going to say oh, in California. I, I did like, too. I was like, crap. what? Wow. Does it give you like a map with little dots where all the breweries are? That'd be pretty The craft cool. beer entry has tripled over the last five years, up from 300 breweries to in 2012 to just over 900 breweries in operation today. That's in California. Wow. Over 900. Damn. Well, That's let me crazy. just shove my foot in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. You're right, then. I mean, totally go get a new favorite beer. 900 craft breweries <laughs> in California. Yeah, I heard you. Wow. you didn't have to shove oh, is that beer. like a little countdown clock? Something or like count that. Count up yeah. clock? Count up. That is outrageous. I guess that that's clock? what you're... Who needs, <laughs> I guess. who needs that many breweries? Digital abacus? What do you mean? Who needs that? A digital brewery? abacus would be and that's more, as of more December. Like that's more like counting, right? Than keeping time. I think I don't know how to use an abacus. I don't know. Have you ever used? I I thought I did. You ever play with in like the? Yeah, you could probably office? put like. <laughs> I was just about to say you could probably like put one of those kids' toys next to one, and tell me it was something else, and I'd believe it. Cause right. I, I haven't <laughs> seen one in years. Solve this math problem with these abacuses. I'm like, oh. 
He's playing with the child's toy. Is it abacuses or abacai? Oh. Ooh. Hmm. That's a good... Uh, All right, in turn, look it up. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not looking at anything else. Up. I've reached my quota on looking stuff up. I think people like it. They like me looking up stuff. Do I like they? It. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, I feel like... I'm if, looking up one last thing. If I sat around with one of my friends just, like, talking to people and drinking beer, asking random questions, I'd probably look up a lot of shit, too. Right? We're trying to educate on beer. I mean, that's part of the podcast, so... Yeah? That's true. That's true. I'm, I'm looking up one last question here, because I made a statement that South Carolina was the number one seller of yangling, and I want to make sure that's right. Oh, back to... Oh, how many breweries do we have in South Carolina? Uh, just in the low country, I think there's 26 right now. No, I think we hit over 30. Come on, man. I think wow. so. I would... Oh, you know what's I'm interesting? Sure. I just heard that. I saw, like, probably about an hour before I came over here um, on Instagram, Low Tide Brewing Company. Yeah. yeah. They infused a beer with uh, Fruity Pebbles. Do we know that one? That sounds familiar. Um, well, Caleb does something with Lucky Charms. That's what it is. Yeah. Not Fruity Pebbles. All right. No. Thomas Creek Brewery and Lucky Charms. We got to find out. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. We're on, I mean, we're not disagreeing with you. This I site don't says, think I know of it yet. This site says, best seller is Bud Light. Bud Light and Mexican cake sound like a college student's meal, but in this case, they are South Carolina's two favorite beers. The Palmetto Mexican State's cake? very own Westbrook Brewing Company offers Mexican cake and imperial stout aged with ingredients such as cinnamon sticks and habanero chilies. I don't think I've ever had Westbrook's Mexican cake. So it's right near Westbrook. Okay, so I might be wrong. Maybe they were just putting... Uh, fruity pebbles and beer. We wanted to feel like kids again, so I infused our ocean course pale ale fruity pebbles. <laughs> oh yeah, I think you're right. I think they just dumped it in there. But I've never had the ocean course pale ale. It sounds good though. The ocean course pale ale. That's what that is. That's the name of the beer. They just dumped nice. fruity pebbles in it. Yeah, did you see that? Oh yeah. I drink something by low tide. Today that was delicious. So that's not in the, in the fermentation. That's actually in the beer itself. Yeah. How would nice. that taste, I wonder? I don't know. Probably Probably pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times I get like a... Beer with a crunch? Multi-OT hint in the back of my throat that kind of reminds me of cereal anyway. So Really? Yeah. I'm gonna have to look for that. I know everybody probably beer. gives me weird looks. <laughs> <laughs> How many people you do you tell? Your throat. That's, when you a, <laughs> that's when you get a weird look. Because it's only when I'm like talking or forcing air through do I get the flavor. Right. Hmm. Whatever. I don't need to justify myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I only have one more question on my list. Oh no! The list has run out. Well, it's a list. I mean, just kind of. But then again, he always likes to complete his list. A filler so. list. So, what is uh, between the boats? Canceled. Oh, really? So it never yeah. happened. Yep. All right, well, There's the list. Anyway. That's I, it for that list. Why do you have to bring up the ex-girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> between the boats. I get it. It looked like something fun, though. It looked like something where you would actually be performing on a barge out in the water or something, or. Well, unfortunately, it was not going to be quite as cool as that. It was going to be a pretty cool little shindig, but uh, it wasn't going to be on the water or in a barge. 
but it was gonna, <laughs> it was literally <laughs> going to be between the boats. You're like on a boat lot or something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there was That's uh, why it got canceled. <laughs> well, actually, they told me that um, the guy that owned these two boats. So the, the two boats were um, right next to the space that uh, this guy rents at Costello Studios. Jordan mm-hmm. Costello, the owner. Okay. So he uh, he rents a space there, and then right next to this building, there's like a, a big empty lot, and there was a concrete slab, and there was a boat on this side, like a big sailboat on this side, and like a smaller sailboat on this side, hmm. and just like nothing in between them. And then there's like an eight-foot privacy fence, like right behind the boats, so they were going to do kind of like a little yeah mini music festival type thing there, and have like artists from different genres and... That is a good idea. Yeah. It just uh, I think it needs a little bit more time to be executed, more planning and definitely whatnot. But I've learned anything, so don't rush into it. The guy that owns the two boats, I don't know who he's affiliated with or whatever, but apparently was auctioning the two boats off like the week before. And they didn't find out about it until like just recently, so it was like, wait a minute. So the boats so there were no boats. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so the last session I went in and uh, track guitars with Jordan at uh, at Costello. He was telling me about it, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" I was like, "So, at this point, they hadn't canceled between the boats yet." I was like, "So they're auctioning off the two boats that we're supposed to be between for between the boats." I was like, "How's uh, how's that gonna work?" I was like. We could just go get like a couple like miniature scale like models and like <laughs> put one on either side and like kind of a random place and then when somebody wants to be a smart ass and ask about it, yeah. be like, Oh yeah, there's one like back there in that corner and there's one like up there on top of the laughing. fence. Yeah, you could have pulled in some John boats or that something. That is amazing. Yeah. I like the toy idea so much. If I had walked into a whole festival like we are between and two that's boats. what it was, I would have lost it. That is great. I mean, ultimately, right, you'd want to be out on the Shim Creek or something, actually between two boats on a freaking barge or something. Yeah. I don't know, man. I kind of like that. Part. That's a good idea. That's good. That's, That's good. hilarious. Too. They'd both be good. I think as far as... Uh... The show goes, I think on a barge between a couple of boats would be. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds awesome. A bit too, of a better so. show. That would be pretty fun. That would be your best idea. I don't think that's been done. I mean, maybe not here. I'm sure it's been done somewhere, but they do. Um, what is it? Uh, is it Coonfest? Where they do that? I have no idea. I don't know that one. I've never been to Coonfest. <laughs> I've never been either, but uh, apparently it's a big party on the water. Mm-hmm. And I guess they have a concert somewhere on the lake. I think uh, Lake Marion. Oh, that I does think. sound really familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not crazy then. No, I think I was out on a boat with friends and we saw like a fucking shit ton of people just pull up and we're like, oh, we got to get out of here. And so we just like, how tailed it? I'm like, what are we doing? I'm like, it's a festival. <laughs> Apparently, so like, many people get out of here. So the bad thing about that is, I guess, when there's that many people, and that confined of an area in water, in that, like summer South Carolina heat. Oh no! Apparently, bacteria can get pretty bad in that water, and uh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's very concentrated, and you know everyone's just going <clears throat> to the bathroom right where they are. <laughs> yeah, I was actually just yeah. thinking about that. I was right. 
Just dawned on me that that's probably where most of the bacteria comes And they're comes all from. drinking a bunch of alcohol, so they're definitely going with that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah, the first time I heard about that, cool. I was like, oh, I don't think I'm ever going to Confess. Just don't get in the water. Well, Confess is in the water, I'm pretty sure. Like, it's oh, like, I thought you were on the boat. Like they got rafts and inner tubes and stuff just yeah. kind of hanging out. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's like being a bathtub with so many yeah, other people. Man, but, but I mean, come on. It's millions and trillions of gallons of water diluted. No? You can't convince me out of that. <laughs> I mean, it's not running water. It's kind of stagnant, I guess. But. There's no chance I'll ever do that. Well, I guess you could pay me enough. <laughs> you could, what's your price? Everyone has a number. <laughs> it depends on the task, I reckon. I do it for... Two thousand dollars. Two thousand? Yeah. Six thousand? What did you say? Two thousand or six thousand? I said two thousand. Alright. I'm checking this uh I do it for one thousand. Yeah. I thought about one thousand for a minute and I would definitely do it for one thousand. You paid me to go? Sure. But if I got sick it would cost me about that, I think, in medical bills. Mm. Hence the two thousand. Yeah. yeah. So I you still get your what? your thousand dollar We're done over here. Keep. Storage is full. No. Oh. You want to take a break? <clears throat> well, that's what we decided we'd do until we get another camera that yeah, that's records great, longer. We're going to offload anyway. this and restart it. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Clayton Lewis is still in the building, and we'll be right back. I thought you were telling us that we were going to take a quick break. Why do you love stickers? So when I was a kid, my dad uh, had a guitar that was loaned to him it was like a long-term loan apparently from uh one of the other guys that he was in a band with when he was my age but uh i remember when i was a kid looking at this guitar case and there were all sorts of stickers all over it just random real eclectic type of stickers and right well i don't know if eclectic is the right word because uh he had it could be the right word yeah he had a bunch of uh Garbage Pail Kid stickers. Oh, nice. And I thought they were the coolest damn thing. And then I remember when I got older and was like recollecting like what I was always looking at when I was a kid. I was like, what were those things? And so I asked my dad about it one day and he told me, he said, he like got a good laugh out of it. He's like, oh yeah, those are Garbage Pail Kids. And I was like, Garbage Pail Kids? And he's like, yeah, like a spinoff of the Cabbage Patch Kids. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so I immediately like got on Google and Googled Garbage Pail Kids and started going through some of these things. And I was sitting there with my dad going through them and reading them to him and just dying laughing. But that's kind of what got me into collecting stickers and whatnot because all my other guitar cases, this one doesn't have a lot on there yet, but that's... A, Fairly new case, but uh, I mean, it looks new, so I'll give you that. Yeah, all my other ones are pretty sticker covered and beat up. And yeah. we both love stickers too. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was just admiring all the. Outside, uh, but I got a 1983 Toyota Super out there, and the whole back window is nothing but beer stickers. Well, there's a few running stickers and things too, but yeah, it's pretty much beer stickers. Well, I, I saw it out there, I, I didn't can see, stickers see out the back window. How'd you get into stickers? Like, what, what did any, was it a reason or? Can you trace it back to anything? For me, it was skateboarding. Well, no, it wasn't skateboarding, but I, but I could see the skateboarding yeah. thing for sure. But no, it was just just beer. It's yeah. the the thing seemed to be that everybody at a brewery or if you had a beer cooler or a beer refrigerator, everybody just put stickers on them. So 
it st- kind of started with the refrigerator. And then I just said, eh, I'm just going to put them on my car so everybody knows what breweries I've been to. And I've been everywhere. So. <laughs> what? It just made me think of that, that old cash tune. I've been everywhere, man. Yeah. Oh, man. There we go. I like that. Tied it all in. <laughs> no, it didn't. It didn't? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. All <laughs> a little open ended now. Oh, man. I don't, honestly don't have the slightest idea what we talked about before we took a break. Everything. We have covered from, a lot of ground. From pirates to tattoos to music to festivals. And All right. We'll, we'll talk about a lot of topics. We're going gonna to go to super left field. This is something that I read an article and was interested by. Let's hear it. It was talking about <clears throat> Yellowstone being a super volcano. Really? Which is in quotations because super volcano is not like a technical term. Yeah, and so it's just talking about how it, if it ex, like erupted, it would cover like. Honestly, I don't want to throw out any kind of number because I don't, <laughs> remember, I don't remember. Very well. I want to say it was like a quarter of. For some reason, my gut wants to say the world, but that seems ridiculous in my <laughs> brain so let's just say like half the United States or something it's a huge huge amount <clears throat> if it erupted it's 44 miles across yeah but it's a caldera which means it doesn't build like like a mountain yeah it kind of like caves in on itself so it creates a flat like crazy ass oh. looking do you have a picture no, but it says ash would rain on almost everyone in the United States. Yeah. It, it would be a bad day is what it says. Are you looking at the same article that I read? I don't know. Washington Post? Yep. Yeah. Yellowstone super volcano is a disaster waiting to happen. Yep. Yeah. Bringo. Is this the picture you're talking about? I don't know if that's... Is it with a crazy... Yes. That's yeah. the... Whoa. That's what you get to see. I mean, you're right, really so. far away. There's no way you're going to get that close. So I, don't, I actually don't know if you can get that close. I don't know. But it'd be uh, pretty interesting. They said it's probably not going to like erupt in a crazy explosion that's going to kill all of us. It's going to be like gradual. Maybe in a, in a sense they can foresee small little magma releases, I guess if you want to call it. But they compared it, and they being whoever was source in the article. The scientists. <laughs> Those are the, the guys. Yeah. They said basically what's more likely is it's just tired. It just has been doing it for so long that eventually it's just going to putter itself out. Yeah, this says capable of eruptions thousands of times more violent than the Mountain St. Helens eruptions of 1980, which I don't even remember those. I mean, I was eight years old at the time, but... I wasn't alive. But thousands of times bigger? That's crazy. Right? Yeah. Well, hopefully it does just get tired and... Uh, it just goes out. Because yeah. that's crazy to think about. Yeah. Because even... Well, I don't know what my prediction was. Half the United States. <laughs> we're still okay. <laughs> but I mean... Yeah. From from that that far, we're, we're good. Everybody from like but Texas over is Think screwed. about the destruction that would have... That would be terrifying. That would be. Really, like, any kind of, like, large-scale natural disaster like that. Yeah. If you think about, like, 
all the repercussions that would follow after that, just like in society. Like everything would just kind of fucking. Yeah, no telling like where it could spiral yeah. out of control and all spawn from... something else that just. <laughs> well, how did we get here? <laughs> well, it all started <laughs> with this hurricane. <laughs> It's a cool picture, though. It's, I mean, looks it's beautiful, it's, yeah, right? It's beautiful, yeah. yeah. This looks like the big blue hole out in the middle of the uh, Caribbean Sea. Have you ever seen that? The Caribbean Ocean? Caribbean sure sea? have. Yeah, where all the divers go. Sure. Yeah. Big, yeah. Big blue looks like hole. That. Yeah. Who named that? Well, what a lazy that saw it. son of a gun. <laughs> or maybe super clever because it's very specific. Yeah. What if it's red and he was just being a smartass? <laughs> liar, liar. Yes, <laughs> I think we'll call it Big Blue Hole. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of a fitting name. Why are we showing so much stuff on online today? I mean, look at Big Blue oh, Hole. That is a pretty big blue hole. Yeah. Oh God, that's that off the coast <laughs> of off the coast of Belize. <laughs> big time diving destination. What is just what kind of phenomenon in nature is that? I have no idea. A terrifyingly deep fucking hole. Why would you even want to do that? It's called the Great Blue Hole, actually. No, that's a little better than Big Blue Hole. It's a giant submarine sinkhole off the coast of Belize. That gives me... Submarine sinkhole? Yeah. Goosebumps. I don't like that at all. 318 meters across and 124 meters deep. That's what it says. Alright, what's next? <laughs> oh man, that was. <clears throat> I don't like that. I can't handle deep two different, sea things. Two different big holes. That's just, yeah, could you imagine being that deep underwater and like not being able to see out? Yeah, yeah. I, it kind of makes me want to have a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking me out a little bit. Imagining it is as close as I want to be to that. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Actually, not imagining is <laughs> as close as I wanted to be to that. Oh, I'd love to go dive. I've never dove. I've snorkeled, but I never got my diver's certification or whatever. I'd, I'd love to go down in there. I've always thought it'd be pretty pretty cool to not dive. Yeah, I think it would be awesome. Cool. You guys have fun with that. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Perfectly safe over here on my territory. I bet you're at higher risk for... Injury or uh, I know, I know, trauma, I, like driving actually, down the road, <laughs> probably. Then you would be diving. Sitting at your house in your chair is more likely to fall over <laughs> and die of a heart attack <laughs> than being killed like Steve Irwin by a stingray. How tragic! How tragic was that? It was so upsetting. Yeah, I like that dude. I love that dude. Like I sent him. How long ago was that? <clears throat> what? How long was you sent him letters? I was joking. I never actually did. I did do an impersonation when I was younger when I had like a little snake. Was it 10? <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> you did what? I had a, a snake, like a king snake or something. Yeah. And that, I would that's not pet. how you described it the first time. Yeah, and then I would do an impersonation of Steve Irwin. Right. <laughs> like he just found this random animal that he had never seen before. Or like he had. Crikey, mate. Yeah. Yeah. He just like talks to it. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! I'm not gonna do it. So don't even don't even look at me like that. We're gonna have to recreate that. 
at some point. I think at some point we can do that, but I want to get like a scene set up. Oh yeah, we don't even have headphones. Oops. How inconsistent is that? I think it's hilariously inconsistent. Back to consistent. I still can't airdrop this damn video to you for some reason. Oh, it's because my phone's not open. Oh, it's recording. I can't. Oh, it's over there. Can't airdrop while you're recording. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Brian. Just really bugging me. Because I can airdrop between my phone and my computer, no problem. Oh, yeah. Like that. that Every time. Terrible. You're bitty. Dude, can, you, so- can you do like a double snap? Not very well, no. Just like snapping with two fingers. Oh. Oh, look at you. Is that it? Yeah. That's pretty solid. What do you mean? Is that it? If you did, you hear two snaps? I did. Well, then you succeeded. That's what it means. <laughs> it's really cool. Can you two steps? I can't even say it. I'm twisted myself. Oh my god. Let's do a song. What do you think? Yeah, song time. You ready? Do a song. Yeah. I was born ready. I think it's time for a song. All right, let's do that. All right. All right. We'll talk amongst ourselves. Why you, why you set up? Yep. So, how do you think things are going, Caleb? Well, Brian, seeing as Clayton's literally just behind me, <laughs> it feels weird to talk like that. I meant just in general. No, it's good. I mean, I think we've got video covered, although we found out last night there's a little bit of a delayish type thing on the iPhone yeah. recording versus syncing up the audio like you'll sync it up and then five minutes later it's kind of dragged it apart speeds again, up right? the video speeds up and doesn't match the audio that we yeah. record so you have to constantly go in and kind of re-sync it every five minutes or so it's kind of yeah sucks. I'm really excited for that <clears throat> editing this it'll be alright I'm not really worried about it'll be good think I'm going to be able to pull that off. Right. <clears throat> yeah, it's up to you. Because I'm not going to worry about what I uh... I do want to hear this microphone. Now. That's yeah. a good point because you're going to be up kind of around. Doing and we're talking stuff. about headphones, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're listening and not, not watching the YouTube, we're talking about whether or not the headphones should be on or not. And... Well, that's weird. The hole is covered. Oh, yeah, I should probably take that off. That's a feedback suppressor for when it's plugged in. Oh. What is that for? It's a... It prevents feedback. Like, when I have it plugged into an amp or something, if I've got, like, this plugged in and a microphone that I'm saying You get, like, a little echo out of there or something? Yeah, sometimes you get, like, a little feedback from the different radio waves or whatever. All right, so I'm not going to talk you in or anything because you said you're going to talk about what you're playing anyway. So uh, whenever you're tuned up and ready, we'll just jump into it. Cool. So I guess the first one I'm going to do is uh, A Pirate's Life. Yes. I, uh, I wrote this one back in 2015. I was uh, working in a lumber warehouse over in North Charleston and I uh, like I said I've always thought it would be pretty awesome to be a pirate and, uh, <laughs> I've thought so the same I was, thing I was who has it? doing a bunch of mill work and I had headphones on 
like the noise canceling headphones. And uh, I kind of had this like groove stuck in my head, and I didn't really know like what to do with it. So I just kind of started like making up words in my head. And I uh, I guess that day I was really thinking about being anywhere else but work and uh, I wrote this song it's called A Pirate's Life and there's a little bit of like a how I mentioned earlier I'm real, real into history and always have been okay. um, when uh, we used to go down to Charleston for the field trips when I was younger and like I said go see the dungeons and all that I always would remember them talking about Edward Teach, Blackbeard the Pirate. Mm-hmm. And uh, according to history, he frequently visited the Port of Charleston. And uh, I guess it was one of his stops on his way down to the Caribbean. Caribbean? Caribbean? Yeah, I think it's either way. Yeah. Either yeah, you know way. Or that place. Potato, potato. Yeah, tomato, tomato. He said a lot potato. of things tonight at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a, a verse in the end where I kind of slow down the rhythm a little bit. And that verse is based on uh, Edward Teach, Blackbeard the Pirate. And uh, it's about the, the ship that he commandeered before he commandeered the ship that he died on, or that he died with, which was Queen Anne's Revenge. So the ship that he sailed before that one was called the Rose Emily. And uh So this is this is a pirate's life. This is what I came up with. And this was really when I started discovering how much I like the blues when I wrote this one. At night we call sailors delight Red skies in the morn All ye sailors be warned Hoist the colors Before we get into the shallows Everybody raise your bottle As we sail past the gallows Bottle of rum, one for the sea and two for the sun Three for the sails that carry me Four for the treasure that I seek, yo ho And a bottle of rum, another for me And one for Davy Jones, I'm living my life Lost to see a pirate's life is the life for me The only life for me My favorite port is a town named after the king Charles Town that made a legend out of me. I braid my beard, light it up, and watch the smoke begin to roll. They say there's salt in my veins and ways. 
keeps crashing in my soul And I'd sing yo-ho And a bottle of rum One for the sea and two for the sun Three for the sails that carry me Four for the treasure that I seek yo-ho And a bottle of rum Another for me and one for Davy Jones I'm living my life Lost in sea of pirates Life is the life for me The only life for me I love the the lick. I mean, it's storytelling. That's, that's pretty damn good. One of my favorite things about that song is the lyrics. Yeah, the like, lyrics uh, are spot on, man. I, think I mean, I'm not spot on for what. Where I say, um, they say there's salt in my veins and waves crashing in my soul. I was yeah. Like, damn. Stoned was I when I came up with that? <laughs> right. I don't know where that came from. So when did you come up with that? Um, like I said, I was at work and I was just kind of in my own head because I had headphones on and I couldn't really hear anything. And then wow, what I could hear was a bunch of loud noise in the <clears> background. And so I'd, that's cool. Um, I actually I owe a buddy of mine. I owe it to him for the, the very first line. Uh, he was telling me about how him and his dad used to go out fishing when he was younger and uh, they would take their boat out and he said something to me one day and it was I kind of had it was like right before like a couple days before I wrote the song I kind of had this idea in my head for the song but I didn't really know like where to start and he said um, anyway he was talking about going fishing he said well you know what they say he said red skies at night Sailor's delight, red skies in the morn, sailors be warned. Yeah. And I was like, oh, 
I said, I didn't know what they say. I said, but now I do. <laughs> and so a couple of days later, I was sitting there thinking of how I wanted to start this song because I had this idea worked up in my head. And I was like, thinking, I was like, what, what did he say to me the other day? And so I texted him. I was like, hey, what was that saying that you said the other day? And he sent it to me. I was like, bingo. That was it. And I kind of changed the wording around a little bit to fit the song. And that's awesome. That's, that's a good really story. Good. Like, it's a good story. Now, yeah. is that on the EP? Oh, pull this up a little bit. Uh, no, it's not. That's <clears throat> I haven't decided uh, when that one's going to be recorded yet, because that one's going to be kind of like off the wall out of left field. So. Right. I don't know. That one's uh, probably one of my favorite ones to do with a full band, though. Yeah. That I one, can imagine. Uh, that one gets pretty, was so good. It was. That, that one gets pretty, really pretty heavy, bluesy rock and roll in the end. Yeah. yeah, and the guitar solo sounds kind of like a. Yeah. <laughs> well said. <I> mean, <laughs> where do we go from here? I do. I do a pretty Jesus. good mouth guitar. I mean, how do we top that? We can try. We can try. All right. Well, let me turn some of this down. A little loud. Yeah. I mean, we're, yeah, we're kind of in the red a little bit, but... I mean, I can... I'm sure I can attempt to... Semi-decent edit. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, you could probably, like... Cut that section. Like, separate it from the rest, and then... Yeah. Just mess with it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's doable. I don't know what audio software you're using, but... I use you could, like, Audition Adobe. Adobe might have it. There might be some kind of feature where you can like kind of match the EQ of another section of the... Oh, that's a good idea. I'll have to, have to look into that. That's what I usually do is just Google how do I make this work better. Right. That's the best way to do it. Google is a great teacher. And YouTube. Yeah, YouTube mainly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Being able to listen and watch someone is... Yeah, that's how... You can learn it so much faster. It's insane. I can I, listen to something and it'll go in, like, in one ear and out the other, but if I'm watching it, then like I really can soak in what they're saying. Right. Yeah, I'm kind of a visual guy, too. Yeah. Absolutely. I've always been kind of hands-on, too. I've always kind of had to like be able to see it or like do it myself and right. like see my mistakes and why I can't do it this way or that way and yeah I can see that makes sense yeah I need a little bit of that but verbal you just tell me how to do it I can pretty much do it for the most part but we're not talking about me we're here with Clayton Lewis <laughs> <laughs> we just heard a great tune and uh, we're gonna hear another one right yeah what you got for us this time I was just wondering that myself. And then we're going to wrap it up in the carpet. Yep. That's our thing. Works for me. So this one, uh, I'm actually recording this one right now. This is uh, this one's called Cocaine and Whiskey. <laughs> yeah, this one's uh, one of my favorites that I've written yet. And this is about a conversation I had with my father. This, um... I was going through a lot of different transitions when I wrote this song, and a transition between working full-time and playing music full-time, and 
I was in the studio recording my first EP. It was like my first time ever in a recording studio. And so I had a lot going on in my life at the time. And um, anyway, I had this long conversation with my father one night. And this is kind of what I took from the overall conversation, kind of wrapped up into to one, I guess, song. Okay. But uh, it's called Cocaine and Whiskey. It goes like this. Nice. Full time. Gotta pay the bills. 
Well, I'm saying that's why you're not paying the bills with this. I mean, what's oh, what I need do we need to do to make this happen? I need some management. Management. All right. I guess that's what the business we're getting into. Music <laughs> management. Let's sign this guy right now. Craft Conversation Studios. Is that a label yet? I mean, I guess it can be. <laughs> Let's get on it. All right. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, that's uh, oh. that one's being recorded right now, and that one's gonna have some pretty uh, bitching guitar solos. I can imagine. So it's, it's gonna be electric and okay. full blown band. Oh, I'm so everything. excited! Yeah, that one's gonna be uh, awesome. pretty rock and roll. Hell yeah! Oh yeah, man, that was I love that. That was good. Yeah, that's my favorite one so far. Your favorite one? You didn't save that for the carpet? For the carpet wall? We need the favorite one in the carpet. Uh, well, we can do another favorite. No, carpet. I'm I sure there's plenty. I'm up. sure there's every, <laughs> anything you got is gonna be great. Yeah, I'm sure there's there's so many. I've been hitting the table a lot the past well, couple of days. Well, why'd you have to do it just then? <laughs> I was just making a point. It's awful. So is it? How many guitars do you have, or have you had, or do you like to keep the same guitar? Or? Have I had? I've actually I've had this one for about a year and a half now. Um, I have. I still have my first acoustic guitar. Wow. a lot of math going on yeah, between my <laughs> we don't, between my we don't father really like and I, math we have show. like I think nine or ten guitars nine really ten <clears throat> myself I have uh, three acoustics and two electric guitars okay wow you play any other instruments besides guitar um I've been working on teaching myself some harmonica licks yeah yeah, yeah it goes along with the, the rock and blues right yeah, yeah. I taught myself the 12 bar blues on the harmonica so I mean that's awesome sit and uh, play 12 bar blues <clears throat> and harmonica on the guitar and so time. you got the whole no I need to get one of those okay so you just yeah. kind of take a break and just go harmonic and well, I've come got back a, I've got a loop pedal that okay. I've been messing with recently so I loop a little bit of something and yeah play a little harmonica over it and then when I get frustrated or tired of hearing the harmonica I'll switch it up and put the, the guitar back down but yeah <clears throat> um you definitely uh, look more comfortable with a guitar in your hand don't I yeah yeah I mean not I, that I you were uncomfortable but no, I mean, we, we made a statement about it earlier it's just a, there's just like part I'm of used, I'm a just part so of, used to yeah it's a part natural. of yeah you look like you, you you missed it the entire episode. I didn't realize until you actually put it in your hand. Right. I mean, it's kind of like us having a microphone in front of us, I guess. But yeah. Whatever. Uh, I guess. A yeah, bit. I mean, like, I, I'm just so used to, like, when I'm sitting around hanging out with friends or whatever, I'm just so used to having a guitar in my life. Even if I'm not playing it, I'll just be sitting there like this. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll just... Yeah, it's like all your postures are completely dependent upon leaning upon yeah. a guitar. And yeah. you're like, when you don't have it... It's like... It's a Ricky Bobby moment. Exactly. Well, I mean, it's like when, uh, exactly. <laughs> you know, American Idol used to not, they, they used to just be singers. They, they weren't allowed instruments or whatever. And when people started being allowed instruments, they started looking a lot more comfortable. But uh, are you interested in those shows at all? American Idol, The Voice, all those things? No. Not really. No. 
It's funny. It's funny how a lot of musicians aren't really into that. No, you're totally fine. Just chill. You're you're good. I just. I uh, actually, I think I was, eighteen years old, and uh, the X Factor. Oh yeah. Came to came to town and uh, I signed up and whatnot and like I had an audition or a spot or a ticket or whatever. Yeah. And I was all excited about it and thought I was going to do great and then um, went out the night before with a buddy of mine <laughs> and uh, needless to say I didn't make it to that uh, that X Factor <laughs> thing the next day yeah I think I made it to I've about like I think I made it to like 3, 4 in the morning and I think at like 2 o'clock-ish I decided <clears throat> that I was going to stay up so I was like oh well, it's too late now because like the line was supposed to like start forming at like 5 a.m. And so I was like, oh, well, I was like, it's two o'clock now. I was like, if I just stay awake for two more hours, I'll get down there. I was like, I'll, I'll be First right. line. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I'll get there at like four. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I wake up the next day. It's like 1230 in the afternoon. I was like, oh, well, glad I didn't pay for that. Yeah. Oh, you so just op- op- open no. auditions, right? Oh. No. No. Yeah, it was. I th- I mean, as far as I know, I don't, I don't know. I never made it there. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We almost had the inside scoop. <laughs> but it sounds like something that we would have done. <laughs> so close. I've never done that with music, but I've done that a couple times with uh, racing events where party too hard the night before and just skip the race the next day. And it was paid for already, but Ooh. I've done that uh, at no. least two times. What I can relate to that is going to Harry Potter World and partying too hard the night before and getting sick on the ride. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't know where that was going. The Hulk fucked me up, man. <laughs> the Hulk. Harry Potter really, The Hulk in Harry Potter World? What? Universal it, Studios? Universal Studio. That oh, thing goes okay. like zero to 90 like right gotcha. off the bat. Yeah, right? The like, gamma oh, yeah, we're doing those songs. And it's like, oh, poof. Yeah, it just takes off. And the first time I thought it was <laughs> great, but then... Some of my brothers wanted to immediately go again. I was like, I handled the first one fine. Let's do it. Second time was the mistake. Second time was the kicker. That huh? was the mistake because the moment the first time you were off, just like my so body surprised. was like too soon, <laughs> and I could not get my equilibrium back the entire day, and I felt nauseous. And eventually, I had to go like back to the hotel for a while. Yeah, it was all because I fucking drank way too much. That would be brutal too, too down in Orlando. Yeah, he. It was. I mean, it was awesome though. Just going around in a circle at City Walk. Just once you lap back around, you gotta get another drink. (laughs) Okay. Sure. (laughs) I get a free shuffle ride wherever I want to (laughs) go. Ah, that was great. How did we get there? I don't know. You took us on that tangent. I did. I went on a crazy tangent. (laughs) I think that's one of my worst habits. Like, could be anywhere talking to anybody about anything and somehow, like, connect one little tiny thought that they, like, barely snuck past me. It's like, oh, got it. Speaking (laughs) of that, and then going off on these tangents, and then it's like, so 20 minutes later, it's like, yeah, what were we talking about anyways? Yeah. I do it all the time. Yeah. 
I feel like when we have conversations, we have like two going at the same time. <laughs> like one is just like side funny stuff and one is business related all at the same time. Yeah. Yep. I got a buddy that do something like that with. All right, so keep on track with everything we just said. What's uh, WDC? Uh, this is actually... Which is uh, on his hat, everybody. Right. Yeah. This is a... It's a brand called Wild Drift Company. It's a buddy of mine from Somerville that uh, started his own apparel line. He does, like, hats, um, shirts, hoodies, cool. all sorts of stuff, but it's like... Does he have a website? He does. Um... And if you, I can give you that right now. I like the, is that the logo? Um, With the grass? Well, that's so the... weird. I just opened Instagram and one of his pictures was the first one that popped up. <laughs> it was meant to be. That's the to... second time tonight or the third. I don't remember. I was trying to do an Instagram and I, my memory's full so I can't take any pictures or anything. So. Well, it's a shame you can't airdrop me that thing. I know it. <laughs> so yeah, that's his Instagram right there. And then I think Wild Drift like, Company that we said. Wild yep. Drift Company. I've got it written down. Yeah, yeah he's got a. Because I'm a note taker, heartbreaker. A lot of turkey hunting and fishing. Yeah, it's a, an outdoor apparel company. but Yeah, I mean, makes, I like the hoodie. I really like, I don't know, I like the design a lot. Yeah. He's got a lot of different. Is he just like regular t-shirts? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I can't tell. Excuse me. I think he might do some seasonal things as well. I have to look into that. I like that. The grass is well done. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> You're like, what does it even look like? <laughs> he actually, uh, he had a booth at the Flower Town Festival. Oh, yeah, that's this, cool. This year, and uh. I, that's when I got this hat from the day when I played at Flower Town, actually. And uh, I made sure to go snag one of these from him real quick before I get on stage. Heck yeah, man. Gotta have a hat. I've yeah. become a hat man, I realized. I just want more hats. Dude, I, I was thinking about this yesterday. I walked in my room. And I like, had a bunch of laundry on my bed. And I moved the laundry off. And I found like three hats in my, in my bed that like, I... Been sleeping with for the past two months, apparently. <laughs> and I was sleeping like, with hats, write it down. I was like, well, sleeping with hats. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Made a mental note of that. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, there's got to be some way to organize hats. Are you about to pitch us an invention? No, I wish I had an idea for Oh, that. dude, I got excited. I mean, mo- most people just hang them up on the wall, whatever they have, just coating. Like a peg, uh, like pegs? Coat hooks. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I thought about just like taking a bunch of nails and just sticking them in the wall. And it's essentially the hats. same thing. Yeah, same yeah. Thing. But then I would have a bunch of nail holes in my wall. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta put your hat on them so they're they're only nails if Too the hat's short. not on it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might go home and just stick a bunch of nails in the wall. That would solve my hat. Dilemma. I hope you sure. own the walls. <laughs> Got a, I think I've got like somewhere in the neighborhood of like 50 something hats in my room. Wow. Are and you like, serious? At least. I've got like a, a sport size duffel bag in my room. That's, that's like incredible. Stuff full of hats. I've got, I this mean, most of them I've never worn. This is the only one I have. 
That's the only hat you had? Yeah. Oh, I guess I've always been a hat guy. I just I've got, got so into it. Hats. But I'm a five panel hat guy. Five panel, okay. You can yeah. start throwing I'm, them out I'm a mesh hat guy. I like my mesh back hats. I have right, a, the a buddy of mine yeah. has yeah. that because I, I talked about making my own hats at one point. He was like, Yeah, I wear a very specific style and it's that exact style. Yeah. Right. It's like, okay. It's called either a baseball hat or a trucker, trucker hat, right? I would say probably trucker hat. I mean, the baseball yeah, hat has kind think of changed style like a, nowadays, but it used to be. Hat and then like a baseball hat, I think it's like basically a trucker hat that like actually fits your head right. Right. <laughs> size, sized hat. That's right because it's fitted. Yeah. It's fitted. Sized, fitted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't wear uh, the modern day baseball hats. I can't wear like the ones that the teams wear. The flat yeah. bill thing. Yeah, it's huge. I can't huge wear one. Hat. And they're dude. They're like it's like putting a jean jacket on your head. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's hot. it's like denim. It's ridiculous. It's so hot. It's heavy. <laughs> it just feels bulky on your head, like you're wearing a helmet. <laughs> I understand all of that. This is light. I forget I have a hat a lot of times. In fact, there at least five times a day when I was at work, I bumped into a rack because of the <laughs> bill, and I just did not re- remember that it was on my head. Just boom. What? Oops. Oh. Yeah. That's the type of hats I used to wear when I was running a lot. These? You know, real lightweight. Not that. No, just lightweight running hats, real breathable, so the heat could escape out of your head, and it would catch the sweat, whatever. That's mm-hmm. why I like the mesh. Yeah. yeah. Just like it's a good. Nike. Not, not as hot. No one has made a five-panel mesh. Well, I say that, but I haven't ever looked for one. What does five-panel even mean? So, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, okay. It's so just it's five just, panels. Just a stitching on it. Whatever. It's just a different style. It's more like half eggshell-y. As okay. opposed to like a, a dome. Yeah, basically. So that would be a... I'm not even going to try. Uh, Two-panel hat? <laughs> no, I think we answered it first time with a trucker hat. Yeah. yeah That's true. There's only one panel here. Well, yeah. <clears throat> uh-huh. Interesting. All right. All right. Time to wrap it up in the carpet? Let's wrap it up in the wrap carpet. Wrap it up in the carpet. It's getting late. That's what we name it. Wrapping it up in the carpet. So we have this thing called the carpet wall sessions where we do a song in the carpet wall. Yep. And we say we're wrapping it up in the carpet. We're finishing up. Do you want a, you want a chair or you want a stand? Probably a chair. Alright, so this one I'm going to play is called Young and Crazy. Um, a lot of my friends... A lot of my friends refer to it as the Edisto song. And uh, I wrote this one... Hell, I think I was... About 19 or 20 years old when I wrote this one, so about four or five years ago. And uh, I had a probably too much of a good time on the Edisto River. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, me too. I'm pretty sure that the night I wrote this song, it was uh, the night of my buddy's surprise 21st birthday party. So, needless to say. It was a, a little young and it was a little crazy. And then uh, the end of this song, this is the part where I talk about me and a buddy of mine getting into some trouble. So uh, kind of ties into the, the theme of the overall song. 
just about growing up and uh, doing what we did when we were kids and learning from it and kind of taking those lessons on with you as you move forward in life but not forgetting how much fun it was and uh, how nice it was to be young and crazy. So this is Young and Crazy. <laughs>
That one's always been a pretty fun one to do. Yeah. It always goes over pretty well. I'd say so. You just keep finding microphones left. I know, man. I gotta, I gotta search for them. <laughs> hey, Brian, can you unmute those? Unmute? Yeah. Hit yeah. the... Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, there I am. Okay. Well, that wraps it up in the carpet. So, <laughs> everybody, thank you, Clayton, for coming and joining us tonight. Oh, yeah. Thank Many you both thanks. for having me. It was awesome. It was and as always, Cherry Poppin' Podcast. Oh, it was a Cherry Poppin' Podcast. That's right. podcast ever. And on that note, nice. we'll talk to you carpet. soon. Yeah, man. We'll talk to you soon. Cool. Now you can hit the space bar. Oh, we're talking about fingers. So we... Uh, <laughs> we I was we, like, we, what are we talking about? The podcast. One, one and a half. All right, uh, so... We forgot to add something, and Clayton was over here pouring a beer. <laughs> and he did the tried and true Caleb Taylor two-finger rule, but he just fell short. And yeah, I understand how that feels. Just a half a finger. But again, it depends on the finger. That's what I always yeah, say. Yeah, I was wondering about that earlier, because what if uh, yeah, or how Caleb different Taylor has... I mean, they're pretty different. No. Nah, that's pretty insane. close, I guess. Yeah. Brian, you're fucking... I, mean, I got big hands, but... I God. guess fingers are fingers, really. Unless fingers it's a man fingers. finger and a female finger, maybe. I mean, there or, are exceptions. Or a little We've all finger. seen, like, <laughs> skeleton fingers. All right. Yeah. So, Oh yeah. we jump back in to find out, because we never asked. What, uh, what do you got coming up, show-wise? I, I know we talked about May 13th at the Porsche Jam, right? Yeah, and uh, actually, the day before that, I'm playing so, at uh, one of my favorite little so local places. It's uh, Parson Jack's Cafe in West Ashley. One more time. Parson Jack? Parson Jack's Cafe. Parson? Yep. Jack's. Honestly, that sounds like a pirate name. I don't know. Cafe. Doesn't it? It kind of does. Okay. But uh, you can bring your dog. Come like hang out on the patio with the dog. And you can and do that at the Porsche Jam, too, right? Or no? No dogs uh, out there? Yeah, you can bring your dog, as yep. far as I know, unless they implemented a new no dog policy. <laughs> but uh, okay. So that yeah, that's uh. So dogs. May twelfth, six to nine. That's a Saturday. Six to nine, and the Porsche Jam is one to four, right? Yes. Okay. It is, and then um, got after that, um, got a couple dates in June. A couple of them are not solid. Or, uh, okay. written in, that's the word. I'm, written in stone yet. Kind of like between two boats. Yeah. It's like wet, <laughs> yeah. wet cement. It, yeah. Exactly. It's like wet cement yet. It hasn't really dried over yet. But uh, <laughs> so those ones, uh, if you check on my Facebook page within the next few weeks, I'll have some, uh, some more info on those. Okay. So maybe some June dates, question mark. Yeah, and, um, I do know I'll be playing at a little biker bar out in Roundo called mm-hmm. the Handlebar on awesome. uh, Sunday, June tenth. It is a pretty awesome little little place. It's uh, I mean, you got a good, it's good not, vibe for that. Yeah, I think that's gonna go well. Yeah, it's it's probably one of my favorite like little. It's a private bar. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody can walk in and get a membership. I would say just don't like your face or something. Right, so it's a membership <laughs> bar. Yeah, but it's you but walk I mean, in, and it's, it's like a, a free membership or a dollar or something. It's like yeah, it's a dollar for yeah. membership, and if you're a member, you can 
bring a guest right. whenever you want. But okay. uh, it's a pretty cool little kind of hole in the wall bar yeah. It's yeah. out in the middle of nothing. Sound like a roadhouse type place where you got a cage around you and people throwing beer bottles up there at you. And but it's house. about like roadhouse. an eighth of the size. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, it's a pretty cool little place. It's got a pool table. They got an outdoor patio and nice. Uh, they pour their uh, their drink strong and very cool. Yeah, yeah that's a free poor state after so many freaking decades with many bottles and stuff. I mean, it's been a free poor state now for I don't know two decades probably. But what are you talking about? Used to be you had many bottles, and when you got a mixed drink, are you serious? That many bottles, all you got in that that's in that uh, mixed drink, and now it's a free poor state. So you might get a little heavy hand. You might get. I'm seven. glad I was How, not drinking yeah. back then. We were like the last state to get rid of many bottles. Go figure. Yeah. South Carolina, get your shit I can't remember what it was. I can look it up, but I probably behind the times. We'll right. put it. We'll put it in the show notes. All right. Well, there was some promotion. There you go. We got it. Yeah. That's um, all we wanted. Do we have any promotions? Do we have any promotions? Yeah. I think we talked about it last night. This is our fucking podcast. <laughs> Promote whatever we want. Come out to Blackwater, guys. <clears throat> Except for those. Oh no, yeah. Blackwater Friday night. We'll be out t- yeah, is- tonight. This will be the airing episode. I'll be back from vacation, which I, I'm sure I had a wonderful time. And I've got <laughs> new stickers coming out, so make sure you come visit me and Brian out there because I know I will force them to go with me. Um, raffle tickets. Live no, music. wait. I won't be here. May the fourth. <gasps> I'll be in uh, Colorado. That's right. Yeah. So someone come I'll join me so I have a friend. From Colorado. Yeah, okay. if you're not doing anything. Actually, I played a... Because you get to meet Fleming if you go out. Yeah, well, I'll yeah. definitely come. I played a little private event out of Blackwater on the Ashley a couple weeks ago. Oh, so you know how to get there. Yeah, and I'd actually never been there before. And I've always wondered <clears throat> what the little road leads to, and now I know. Yeah. But I went out there, and it's a pretty cool little little yeah. spot back there. It's, Word, I'll give you a well, not to put you on the spot or anything, but we're planning on doing a fundraiser event out there. So if you're interested yeah. in singing for free, <laughs> that is would not be the first. Not for time. free. I mean, there'd be promotion in it. Well, I would like to, and maybe some of the maybe some compensation. Yeah, maybe some compensation. I don't know. We're thinking about. It. We're not thinking about. It. We're doing it. We haven't even. We're, we're trying to set interest. up. We haven't even talked to Mark. So nah. yeah, that's it's in the bag. Okay. Well. It's in the bag, he said. It's a, we're going to try and make it a really big event. Yeah. yeah. We're going to try and do a Saturday or a Sunday. If you listen to the podcast that we released today, we're going to try and do a Saturday or Sunday from like 12 to 4 and have four to five, six uh, singers out there, bands, whatever, and food trucks yeah. and um, vendors. You can bring your family out there, bring your dogs, whatever. Oh, man. We're going to try and do Sounds a thing. Sounds pretty cool. And, uh, you know, we'll kick some money over to the bands and the food trucks will make their money. We'll try and raise a little money to try and get a little better studio going on or what have you. Yeah. Everybody wins. Good time. Everybody promotes everybody and it all goes out to thousands of people. You know, everybody's social media gets together and just kind of shoots everything out. Yeah. It's a big reach. Yeah. I think. It'll be a good time. Yeah. Yeah, actually, after I played that little... Uh, fundraising gig the first time I ever went there I immediately called a buddy of mine I was like dude I was like I found the place where like we're gonna do an event I was like I got it 
this is where it's gonna be. It's awesome, right? Yeah, I started sending him pictures. He's like, all right, I'm in. He's like, I'm sold. Yeah, I'm there every space. Friday from seven to ten. I set yeah. up an art booth and sell artwork. So what exactly do they do out there? Uh, they have a little food area. Usually they have barbecue, so you can get some food. Uh, Fleming Moore sets up music, so there's one band, maybe like another one, and then a headlining band. Um, eventually we'll have more vendors set up, so I'm the only one set up now as an artist. I've got uh, a $1 raffle ticket, so i got a painting by as many as you want. And then at the end of the night, after music plays, I do the raffle and we pick a number. Um, and it's just a good time. Like There's bonfires right now, there's food, live music. It's a good time. You can show Every up. Friday night? You can bring your own beer. Every Friday. Every Friday, 7 to 10. Every Friday. It's called Friday Night Live at Blackwater on the Ashley. I'll be there on Friday night. Yeah, uh, I won't be I there think, this uh, Friday, actually. I, I won't be able yeah, to. Yeah, he's going to be out of town. I'm, I'm going to try and make it out. I think Matt, Matthew Christmas is going to be there this Friday, right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, actually, I or did I, I see... Saw, I th- saw that on Facebook, I think. Ben or Somewhere I is playing... Him? I talked to Fleming. He said Ben Somewhere is playing this Friday because he's running his own audio because Fleming's not going to be there either. We're both being... Girl, we're, like, we're gone. And so May 4th is when I come back and I'll, I'll be setting up. So that's when you should come May and join me. Yeah, May 4th. Yeah. And then, right. you know... Star Wars. And the podcast is being released on that day, too, so that's going to be a good day. Yeah, that's when your podcast is released. Sweet. So we can do, like, a live video at Blackwater. Like, yo. Check it out. Come no. on and hang out with Clayton and I have been listening to That'll it. work perfect. That'd be so cool. We'll definitely no. We just make it look like we went straight from the podcast to that. Yeah, I bring a lot of beer anyway, so we just kind of chill. Right. So we'll do a little teaser ahead of that. Totally. And say, uh, come out and meet. Clayton Clayton. Lewis. Yeah. At uh, Friday. Friday. And you can probably talk to Plumman. See if you can. Right. Matthew Christman is not playing there this weekend. He's playing Friday at um, Wine and Tapas, downtown Somerville, Friday night. Gotcha. So I thought it it was this Friday, maybe it's next Friday. It might be the fourth. (laughs) Who knows? But I'm excited, man. Who knows? I would love that. We'll have to exchange numbers. Wait, I already have the number. (laughs) How do you think I got in here, man? God. It's one of those days. I almost made an entire episode without embarrassing myself. It'll be the first time. Almost. (laughs) It would be the first. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck off, Brian. Sorry, man. All right. Well, I think that's it. That's it. Now we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Well, we we lived by that standard. We literally talked to them seconds later. <laughs> this week's episode is brought to you by CQ Works, where you can get pet portraits, illustrative watercolors, stickers, and more. Make sure you go to CalebQuire.com to look at all the merchandise. That's CalebQuire, C A L E B. Q-U-I-R-E.com because how confusing is that last name to spell? I mean, come on. Go there, get some beautiful pieces for your walls, decorate that place, make it shine. That's CalebQuire.com. We are also brought to you by the Keto Dojo. If you have uh, any questions about the ketogenic diet, maybe thinking of switching things up, looking for a more sustainable energy level, and you... 
just want to eat some food, that's a great place to go. It's a very supportive group. Keto Dojo. That is off Facebook. Hopefully it'll be its own website soon. Who knows? Who knows? The world is full of unlimited possibilities. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Those are our sponsors. If you would like to be a sponsor on our show, simply email us at craftconversationspod at gmail.com. And we'll get in touch.